Just get, you know, go through your protocols and your steps. Okay. You're the, you're, you're the, you're the engineer, it. man. It's your show. Now we did it. Welcome to the show, everybody. We're getting underway. We got Rogan stuff. Whoopi Goldberg hates Jews. Super Bowl. I went to Hawaii. <laughs> We got Hawaii, a lot of stuff going on. I'm excited on. about actually. I, I really want to hear about well, We're going to watch old Hawaii 5 too. All right. <laughs> Welcome to the show, everybody. We'll see you on the other side of the intro. From Atlanta, Fulton We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December 7th, night. And a question, a psychopath. Again, that music—it's—it's—it's it's, it's like a, it's a, an old blanket. I haven't heard it, it in a couple. Of years. It, it, there's a certain comfort zone you get in, which is a good thing. I'm usually Gotta against the comfort zone. zone usually it, against uh, the comfort zone because I want to take myself out of the comfort zone. I think any good performer has to have that in them to say, "Okay, I got to be somewhat uncomfortable because it'll create a certain performance." But you know something? This is the opposite. It's a comfort. It, it, it makes. I'm in my comfort zone. I have the blanket. And I'm ready to roll. We haven't done a show in two whole weeks, Mr. Pazel. Yeah, we took a little vacation. You know, but, you know, I think that, well, you took one, that's for I sure. I took one. I went to, to Paradise. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm very curious to hear. For those of you who are listening or have listened or have downloaded 17 days after the fact, Keith. Welcome exactly. back, everybody. <laughs> Keith Pazel uh, took a trip, I think it was a week, six days, to Hawaii. With your girlfriend, who you live with here, Alicia Ramirez. Oh, yeah. And uh, and I dropped you off. Don't say her full Latin last name. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I dropped you Good off. Good thing you don't know the middle one. Holy at shit. The, uh, at the um, at LAX. I dropped you off, which I, I you know, I appreciate this. you. Paid me half the fee. Appreciate that. And so, oh, yeah, I, I'm curious because I know, you, you know, you've been traveling more, Keith. Yeah. You, you never traveled when you were a kid. We're right? going to talk about that. Oh, what the fuck happened to the fucking tilt of the camera here? The Tilt-A-Whirl? Oh, you know? yeah, I, remember, I remember the Tilt-A-Whirl? <laughs> that was a fun ride at the uh, at, at, a, at a shitty fair. I always liked a good, cheap, shitty fair, you know? The Tilt-A-Whirl was the best ride I felt. Tilt-A-Whirl's rule. Oh, it's such a simple idea, but so much fun, you know? I... I, so I we're here. I'm a little jumbled, but uh, we're going to talk about the world and ourselves through what is on television here. Um, uh, I got a, what's on, I'm trying to pull up old Hawaii five Oh yeah. Yeah. While we talk about this, but I did go to Hawaii. It was great. Um, the funny thing about Hawaii 
is yeah it's paradise you got kelly slater ripping waves on television yeah. surfing's very popular canoeing is popular out there yeah yeah i could see that i heard it's very outdoorsy people know well yeah it's, it's an very, island that's all yeah. there is to do yeah you're you, trapped outside yeah <laughs> yeah what a horrible dilemma to have but i heard there like, are little fucking like the beach is cool but then they don't tell you like there's just crabs like there's ants and flies Oh, okay. So you'll be okay. on the beach and you got to watch out for little tiny crabs pinching at your ass. Oh, okay. Okay. But these are, these are heavenly fucking, uh, these are white privileges here. <laughs> so these Africans would love to get pinched by crabs. Yeah. I was going to say you're, compl- oh, there we go. There, there's uh we're watching the third street promenade because it is Super Bowl week. It is Super Bowl week. We got a Los lot of Angeles. stuff going on. Exactly. So we're going to talk about the world and ourselves through what is on television. We got Hawaii coming up. I'm going to pull up old Hawaii five. Oh, we got Super Bowl. I got old Super Bowls on the dock. Oh, great. Uh, can you pull my uh, volume up a little bit on, on my, uh, my vocal? I appreciate that. Grabs, it? Oh, two days yeah, from right now. Hi, yeah, everyone. but it, uh, yeah, I, I've been, you know, I've been watching a little bit of the hype building up to it. It's just Do you like, want more in your voice? Yes, please. Okay. Uh, the whole, it's just, again, I have gotten old, is good? Keith. Everything is in this, is, is through the lens of time. Yeah, it's, it's excellent. Uh, and it's just, uh, I, I'd like to care. What's it like being a quasi adult? So you were 20 years old or 21 when the Bears were in the Super Bowl against the Colts, correct? We're coming back to Hawaii, guys. Don't yeah, we, we are. We are. But, but but what's it like actually being excited for a Super Bowl? I, I think it would be a very fun feeling. And, and I'm look at all these guys with their sunglasses. Well, because it's fucking 90 degrees out here because climate change isn't real. Record breaking warmth this week in L.A. It's been very warm. Oh, yeah. Very hot. The Republicans are going to use this against us. Well, yeah. What, what are they going to say? Like, uh, oh, oh, <laughs> well, yeah, because it's climate change. That's, is I real. didn't even know what I said. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Hawaii. I apologize. So you were you, you were in Hawaii. For, for six days. I want to hear about... Uh, yeah, it was a long time. So we went, yeah. we we stayed in two different parts of Hawaii. First, we were in uh, the more resorty part in a timeshare slash hotel. That, that was again Maui. Maui was the we island? Were on, well, we were on Maui the whole time, okay. but we okay. were on opposite ends of Maui. So the first three, four days we stayed at this resort right on the beach. Yep. All the vacation shit. Uh, what did we do during those days? I think that's no, we went. That's to, always the smart. I'm sorry to interrupt. That's always the smart thing to do when I've done trips like that with girlfriends to a nice setting. Do the first half somewhere and the second half. You got to split it up into two periods. But anyway, go ahead, though. It's a good two idea. Two time periods. We were in the 1800s and we yeah. were in the fucking. <laughs> oh, I, uh, I was doing a British accent for some reason in the 1800s. That's when the uh, British Empire ruled. But go ahead, Keith. I apologize. So you you were in uh, uh, Maui. What's the major city in, in, in Maui? Is it Oahu? Lahaina? La hyena? I just which sounds like something you pop after sex. <laughs> to be quite honest, with La hyena. <laughs> it is, you know, Maui. I, I don't know where I'd go there, man. But anyway, I'm curious. So, yeah. So, so, so yeah, we what stayed else? at this yeah. pink ass hotel that is actually a timeshare. Okay. Which confused me the whole time. I'm like, wait, it's not like a hotel. So people, a private company owns it, and there are people that live there most of the year. But when they don't live there. Or like, I don't think anyone lives there permanently, but it's just like an ever rotating six month group. Because I was just like, wait, it's not a hotel. It's a timeshare. So we kind of Airbnb beat it, but it was totally a hotel. Yeah. Yeah. So it was nice. It was decent. Were you right on the ocean or were you a couple blocks away or what was the. Oh, wait. I remember who Jeff Bridges is. Here we go. I got a fucking. This song used to fire my ass up when I was eight year old crow. The Hawaii Five-O song was a jam. 
this this preview. Look at it, man. I mean, this. I mean, this is essentially where we were when I was a kid. Like Hawaii, Whoa, this is like Tom Jones, dog. Oh, oh, it's a jam, dude. Yeah, yeah this tune's a total. Go for, go for the beginning. Go for the beginning. It's a total jam. The, the drums that lead into it is. I used to literally get out of my seat and dance around when the song <laughs> came on when I was eight years old. That's how much I was into Aponte's the song. here, baby. Listen, here's. Here we go. The drumming's great. It came from the wave. It was like, look at that plane. It's the jet. It's a future, man. Oh, that's like a DC eight. No, or no, whatever I, the I fuck. think that's a seven forty seven. That's an no, early seven forty seven. The wings are too weird. That looks like a fucking Antonov one or some Russian wow. bullshit. We fly over Hawaii. It, like Aeroflot. I've told you guys, Aeroflot, yeah, that, that was the name of the rush of the, it is, the Soviet I Aeroflot. But, but I think I told love you the story. The I, I had a buddy who, who taught English as a second language in Russia right after the wall came down in Sochi with the Winter Olympics right 10 years ago. Yeah. Totally, I mean, rough time, rough country. He did not like it. He had a flight going from one end of Russia to the other. In the middle of his flight, he had a drink and all of a sudden it fizzed. Why did it fizz? He looked down, a screw had unscrewed from the ceiling and and landed in his drink. I mean, like the safety is not as good as American flights. It's just not. Like his his back of his chair didn't work. So it a little See, but that's across. a testament to how good these birds are. Oh, oh, absolutely. You'll be on a plane and the whole wall will fall off. And yeah, it's just and like, it's, don't worry, we're yeah. not going to crash. Yeah. Bailey's here, everybody, before he goes to work, or maybe he's got his he's at his new hospitality gig. Maybe he's got an earpiece in. Yeah, yeah. Get YouTube Premium. You could pop it on in the background. Sure, sure. Maybe we'll get a live radio deal. We could fucking have the, the audio live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so here we go. So here we go. But this is what Hawaii is. This vol- It's all volcano. This is essentially, this was the first day of where we went. Wow. Me, of this paradise and type of And it's so shit. much more built. And that's like 70s architecture right there. But that seemed but like here's the thing. cutting So here's the point I'm going to make. And I made this off air. And I will, yeah. I'm glad I got to this while well, we have audience. Sure. Uh, it's it's this. This is most of what Hawaii is, and it's beautiful. It's wonderful. But then it's also the fiftieth state in our union. Yeah. So you'll go off the beaten path, like down the street from this. There's a guy on meth who thinks he's Jesus. Yeah, like literally. literally there's a sign yeah. who says there's a guy who sits at different parts of Maui, and he's got a sign, and he says, "I'm Jesus." Dot dot dot. No, literally. <laughs> like, come save me. Yeah. It's like a genie in a lamp. Like you just need to come touch me and say Jesus. And I will be set free. But I've been trapped in this meth head's body for so long. Oh, man. Did he just look all strung out and just like, shit, you know, he's you know? cleaner than most. There was one guy who stopped to talk to him. I don't know if it was his friend or his apostle. Okay. <laughs> it's up in the air. <laughs> was this outside of the timeshare? Like, like just down the street? Uh, this was okay. So that was, you got to like travel down. Uh, like a couple main drags to yeah. jack lord yeah exactly. <laughs> a couple main drags to fucking get places and you could specifically tell where like the locals beaches are yeah oh yeah they're yeah. almost right off it's like in the suburbs where you pull off and there's a creek yeah yeah that's a beach in hawaii <laughs> with like 10 foot waves crashing in oh, everything yeah. even the garbage parts are beautiful yeah 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 absolutely Is so he sits of, at the yeah. locals part jesus is at the locals beach okay they don't let him on the la hyena fucking yeah high-end beach yeah yeah where you got to pronounce all the letters and shit <laughs> but dude yeah you also said to he's the, on the road just being like did did you uh like at night when you went out to restaurants did you just chat with some of the locals too and stuff or did you we able to talk with some locals you know we there? did we went to food trucks it was mostly through food uh alicia yeah. or larry yeah larry had everything pretty prepared 
Yeah. Uh, we actually threw the fucking concierge off when we got to our Airbnb because he had a whole spiel ready. And we were like, we're going here, here, here. And he goes, I got to be honest with you. Most people don't like have their trip ready to go. Yeah, 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 exactly. So that's smart. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I like that. I like having it lined up. People may say, Oh, that's anal and you're not allowing yourself the opportunity to just do something spontaneous no no no, no 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 what you do what you do is you have certain specific look at uh, these touch points you have certain touch points during your during your, your itinerary and then you can yeah look at those cars and then it, you can go off but oh and the hips shaking like so that. and then anyway, so then the we stayed in the upcountry and it was more like this we also stayed in the farming part of fucking i'll put an upcountry video up when oh, we talk about it yeah um so there was jesus there was a lot of food trucks but so the concierge was thrown off so we were like we're going here here and here where we're going to see this volcano at sunset we're eating here mm -hmm. uh doing the road to hana which people have gotten divorced on i'll tell you about the road to hana leslie nielsen was in this show i don't even know pre-fucking oh uh, yeah naked gun absolutely he was like a serious actor post post when he was in mash his his whole i don't know if he was in mash but i, I know he, he did he, a side role in mash uh, I think. no 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 he was in a um not, not mission impossible the incredible he mr limpet he was supposed to be mr limpet he oh, was also like the that. ship captain on on the poseidon adventure with gene hackman that was the trilogy of earthquake uh, towering inferno and poseidon adventure with the 70s disaster movies and, and he was he was in that you know he was he was the ship captain of the ship that got capsized so his his arc the arc of his career is so bizarre to me because he was i remember knowing him when he was a serious actor and then he's like i'm gonna just go pure goofball comedy which and he I made a lot more when i was money, a kid i didn't you know? think the naked guns were funny oh that they were you know if you watch them now they are dated I remember being in the theater and people just, I mean, excruciatingly laughing hard, laughing hard at Naked Gun. Uh, airplane, I laughed that hard. But then when I got older, I realized Airplane Ooh, is not very good. We got a Hawaii Five-0 first reboot pilot. Ooh, man, this is, oh, 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 this is May 2nd, 1997. Oh, that's right. They came back and did something. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Blue Diamond this. Phillips as Jack Lord. <sighs> That'd be crazy if it was. He yeah. looked a little... Uh, so we were uh yeah with the locals and stuff and, and then we stayed in the upcountry um which okay. is more of like the farmy hillbilly part uh and then we yeah we went up on a volcano a stranger gave me weed on a volcano cool uh he's from texas he kept insisting i was from texas i'm not yeah, this is like new like Hawaii. a fucking joan osborne to fucking play the <laughs> intro here <laughs> This is, God, this is 25 years ago, Keith. This is the beginning of the shows where they have a scene before there's the song. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. A you little fucking pull off your sunglasses. Cowabunga, who? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think this is some of the I old actors. Bad recommendations. That's not Jack Lord. Oh, no, 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 no. That, that's the actor who's also in it, too. He's an old man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was in the original. This guy was in the original. They, they wanted that to... was going to catch the eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was like a because because again, they're police or five zero, so they're doing crimes in Hawaii, and, and he was one of like lieutenants with. He was Jack Lord's subordinate, but a supportive guy with Lord. Lord and him worked together some on you know, on cases. Oh, here we go. Turns into the Ooh, car. What do we got here? Just John Lithgow. The the, the I, we couldn't afford John Lithgow actor walk up. <laughs> you look enough like it was a, oh Ooh, a, a barracuda. barracuda. Yeah, absolutely. 
That's uh, a predator fish. I tell you what, man. The eats all the apua pua mua mua kakawa. <laughs> oh, is he smoking meth? Ooh, there we go. Oh, he's just smoking a cigarette. He's smoking a meth pipe. What if the villain was a meth addict? That'd be actually that'd be ballsy. Is that Busey? <laughs> so also, what you need to know about yeah. Hawaii, and this is the depressing part, and then I'll I'll show you some pictures of upcountry, some non-Hawaii five O pictures. But look Busey. how that is, is Busey. Busey. He's definitely the villain. Yeah, oh, he's got him. Him and his son. It's Jake, a young Jake. <laughs> Look how oh, gold those bullets are to represent yeah. the pineapples. He is. It's Each the same one actor. of these are your culture. Like the pineapples <laughs> that we fired off into the Pacific Ocean. There's got to be a. They probably tried to throw a lot of fucking. Oh, man. He's. Uh, he's the getting losing edited, going. Yeah. The guy who edited this was beating off while he did it. Yeah, absolutely. The contrasting, the, slow the juxtaposition, the you know. The golden of the bullets representing the Maui Pineapple Company. <laughs> Does this, I think this, this builds attention. I think enough of attention for a TV show. I think it builds Oh, it's, yeah. Did, did it, it go beyond pilot? Look that up for I, me, real quick. I, I, I don't. Do you have don't, your phone? No. I, oh, okay. No, I mean, I'll look it up. Oh. Hey, Google, did the 1997 reboot of Hawaii 5 go? Sorry, I don't have any information about that match, but I found something else. Do you want to know what happened to the original Dano on Hawaii 5 -0? Yes, yes. <laughs> According to Wikipedia.org, in the original show, Danny Williams was portrayed by James MacArthur from 1968 to 1979. Yes. MacArthur had agreed to guest star in an episode of the first season so he was supposed to be in well, like book him dano that was the line book him dano that that was sort of like the uh that was the catchphrase oh yeah book him dano i like, know that phrase like, like 70s those are one of those things where i know the phrase but i have no idea where it comes from it comes from hawaii 5 and so i'm like, more of a rockford files guy i was thinking about how to work rock showing rockford files into this when i was thinking about doing old hawaii 5 and i was like no that would be selfish i tell you what man no uh i do you know, uh, you know who got his first writing gig? First writing on Rockford Files? David Chase, who created The Sopranos. That was oh, his yeah? very first gig. Uh, Rockford Files was deemed a pretty quality drama in its day. It was like the, uh, lo I feel like it was a low budget uh, fucking uh, Hill Street Blues in a way. Yeah, it, well, it was NBC. And it was a, you know, it was him basically solving L.A. crimes, you know. Uh, but you know, Lou Gossett Jr. was in some episodes. Like they had definitely had actors of that era that were like quality actors. Lou Gossett Jr. You know? rules. Oh, hey, listen, uh, he won an Oscar for for uh, an officer and a gentleman. They then, shine. And, I hate that movie, by the way. Well, that, that, that's not. My dad would only watch it. He's that's Scatman <laughs> Crothers. That is not Lou Gossett Jr. <laughs> Get your 70s Different and 80s black thin, actors. Bald. Him, Montel, not Montel Williams, fucking, uh, they all look the same. Scatman, Montel God. Williams, Speaking of Rogan, and Lou Gossett okay. Jr. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying any words. <laughs> yeah, with but you're N or R. Yeah, no, it's true. But yeah, with... Uh, but Russell yeah. Wong. Let's go through this cast. Look at this. I want, did any of these people miss? Stephen Flynn. He he's probably was a lackey in most post-apocalyptic movies. That's fucking smushed, fucking yeah. toxic Avenger lackey face. I, yeah, I, I wonder. Yeah, what he was. He looked a bit like Paul Walker, right? But Paul Walker hadn't been discovered yet. But this is like he probably went to auditions with him. Ooh, look at Elsie Sniffin. That, what are these fake names? That, yeah. Absolutely, they did are. a misogynist cast this fucking <laughs> your fucking Elsie sniffing, sniffing now, you know, hey, sniffing, sniffing the your fingers. fucking hey, hey. <laughs> She's pretty. 
Ooh, yeah. That, not a good remake. The song is good in the original. You gotta admit, that song's pretty good. Would you admit it? The, I mean, that's, they went with the ass shaking harder. Yeah, they were trying to. This is the B-52s version of the song. We're the B-52s. Surf rock was big in the big in the mid '90s because of Quentin Tarantino. Because of Tarantino. Is this the OG song? This actually is, but they've added some different. My brother, this is how it dated is. In 1983, for Halloween, dressed up as the members of Gary Busey, fucking ripped the island up when they filmed. Now, 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 that's got to be. This is back when vaginas still had hair on them. Yeah. I started to change they in mid-90s. They were shaving the landing strip. Yeah. They were yeah. thinning the strip there. Look, yeah, absolutely. Can't land a jumbo on there. Yeah. <laughs> in my early gotta, days of sexual exploration, I the bush was fundamental. <laughs> it was fundamental. <laughs> so. <laughs> so Elsie Sniffin, starring in it. Uh, but so th- this, all the Hawaii Five O shit was where we went. Ooh, look so at the juvenile. I say that. Oh yeah, this is hot and sexy. No doubt about it. So yeah, you so you went to the highlands or the uplands or the uh, townlands, the farmlands. We went to upcountry Maui, up and I'll show country. you a video here. In an upcountry dream, <laughs> say with you like a lover's okay. voice. So on that the right mount. there, <laughs> this is on the volcano. That picture. Ooh. Is there like one main volcano or are there a series of mini volcanoes on there? There's one main. Well, they're all the whole thing's a volcano. The yeah, big yeah. island is Kilauea, which is active. But this is in upcountry. It's uh, Haleakala. That's the name of the volcano. And it's the largest dormant volcano on planet Earth. It's 10,000 feet above sea level. <laughs> we drove up it, dude. I didn't realize what I was getting into almost. So we drive up it and you start seeing the whole town below you. Yeah. And then you get to an area of trees where you're completely surrounded again and yeah. you're like level with the clouds. And then you realize like that's almost a new ground. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. we're not done. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, then yeah. you start going up and you're like in the sky. Yeah. So you kind of start having little weird belly things when you're making these hairpin turns on the mountain. Yeah. And you're both sightseeing and you're just like, dude. We, but here's what I learned. Yeah. There's part, some roads that don't have like barriers on the edge. Yeah. And we were going like, why the fuck don't they, don't they have a barrier? And then you look down and you're like, oh, this isn't a lethal fall. They probably really have to judge like, yeah, this is a non-lethal edge. Yeah. Like they yep. want, but then there are some parts, like if you see a barrier, like, oh, we're on a cliffside. <laughs> like if you went over the edge, you would fall hundreds of feet. So we correct? went up on this volcano, Halai, and the, you, the, you can, there's a cabin in the fucking cauldron of it, like in the it's crater. You come up country, it's as if you just kind of release. Like it's where all the farmers are. Everybody, every, all the farms that give produce to the local businesses are in upcountry. Wow. And it it's like rainforest area. So like it rains, but it's not a part of any storm system. So the way they described it is the temperature of the island, the climate creates these clouds. Yep. And then when the wind blows, it just blows water out of the clouds. Yeah. So that's like it, they get the most water than of anywhere in the country. But they're still in a drought. They're in like a three year drought. When we got to our Airbnb in upcountry. Uh, they were like, oh, I'm fixing the irrigation system. Everything is so educational. He was like, oh, I'm just working on the educate the irrigation system. And I know you're asking, yeah. why do we need an irrigation system? Really? We're in a three-year drought. Like, everything came with this piece. And that's the thing about upcountry. When you take the tours in upcountry, you realize, oh, oh, Europeans just destroyed this culture. Yeah. Like, everything cool about Hawaii is them, like, calling back some sort of Polynesian thing. Yeah. That's fucking dope. 
And then you hear about how like, oh, in 1900, they came and made this illegal because it was v- deemed not Catholic or whatever. Yeah, the yeah, fuck. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. Hawaii operated isolated from the rest of the world for like 500 years. Yeah, yeah. And then. Uh, he, yeah, so, gonna, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's what's the call? What, what did you notice? Like with the I mean, you did a good description of the educational thing, but like the, what parts of the culture still re- exist or remain? Um, you know what I mean? Like just they're so welcoming. It's a very much like, you know, you can chill yeah. here kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I heard the broken English was kind of created there because they had so many cultures come into work. It's very the Polynesian actual Polynesian culture was wiped out very early. Ugh. Like after the Kamehameha. And even the people they revere, like King Kamehameha I is like their big dude. Yeah. The first king. He united the Hawaiian Islands. But he did it through like a bloody battle. But then looking back, they're like, oh, but he united Hawaii. Yeah. But then even with the he did it with the help of some some European came over and helped Kamehameha take the fucking Hawaiian Islands over. Slid in. And the US was so like it was almost like how so there's a the way I could describe it, and this is my nerd thing. Yeah. There's an airplane that got bought by Delta called the A220. Yeah. And it was made by a Canadian company. But then Boeing came in and was like, no, this threatens us. This threatens our fucking airplanes. Yeah. yeah. So Airbus had to come in and like buy the plane. And now Airbus manufactures it because it's manufactured in the US now. So they're like, okay. Was Boeing going to buy it a, and just shut it down? They basically? just didn't want it to happen. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so that's kind of like Hawaii. Like Hawaii became a territory and they had all this cool stuff. Yeah. But then they were like, no, your way of life threatens us. So they would like acknowledge how dope Hawaii was on all the things we need. You have all these fresh fruits, whatever yeah. the fuck. This is a very retard way of me explaining That's it. That's okay. But then at the same time, they were like, but you're weird. You're all fucking, you got these weird kingdom shit. Yeah. We need Jesus to reign. We need missions to come over. There was this Hawaiian dude who was like illiterate and he he was being torn because they had like a surf system in Hawaii. Like I forgot what the word for it was, but you had like the big kahuna. Yeah. The main dude above him and then below it were like the peasant people. Yeah. And the peasant like, people. Worked the land yeah. and shit. Yeah. And so this one peasant dude begged to get on a European ship. <clears throat> like I, you can work me to death. I just want to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. So he goes to the United States, becomes a deep fucking Christian, vows to go back to Hawaii and teach the heathens Christianity. Uh, he died before he got to, but that was like always the mentality the mindset, the of, mindset, of yeah. Hawaii. So then they made it a territory, still didn't give them shit. They didn't become a state until like 1959 or 59, some bullshit. Exactly. They weren't a state when Pearl Harbor got bombed. But the yeah. whole culture is just about how the Europeans and the United States just fucking tortured these fucking people politically yeah yeah well you know dole came in and like the yeah. maui the maui gold company is a union job they pay their workers dole came in and just fucking like took the like all the pineapple production is in costa rica now with dole and del monte yeah because they just raped their workers and shit like yeah that. yeah absolutely absolutely and so then they're just like but beautiful hawaii hawaii yeah but this but, is up country this, this is, is like okay okay we yeah. went on the black sand beach wow uh, which is all volcanic rock and black sand. Wow. and and boots. That's got to look kind of interesting, man. Like, oh, it's dope. Yeah. It's a completely yeah. different area. We went to two different parts of Hawaii. I like this part. At night, you're smoking weed and there's like legit star map. Oh, yeah. Like the whole map is in the sky. Is it totally bright? I yeah. actually missed that. That's one of the things I want to get out in the desert. I want to get a couple hundred miles into the desert and really see the stars, you know? Because you can't see him here. It's, everything's the art that it bleached out. And then we did the road to Hana, which is like this coastal road. Yeah. 
and there's all these cool stops along the way there's waterfalls it's a, it's about the journey rather than the town the like the town of hana they say it's like super boring it's all farmers and yeah, shit yeah and they don't want you there yeah so and they even pride themselves that the town itself is actually fucking dull and then so you just do the road but it's like real craggy and hairpinny and it's in the middle of nowhere and yeah. there's no gas stations <laughs> i've read people have gotten divorced on the road to hana because it's just it's, it's so just you get into arguments like it's it's like we were watching a video and they went down to a beach and some dude forgot their swim gear in the car and you got to like hike back like some places to go yeah. to a beach it's like a 20 minute hike oh i believe it i believe it yeah it's you know it's is it still feel kind of rugged and untamed in a certain way even oh, though yeah. even though it's big tourist areas oh, yeah. and hotels you can tell some of the farms on the side of it um is are like their job is to like that's their private farm but they're also like hey cut the vines off the road and shit like that yeah like you see specific like the way they let trees fall is like a natural fence interesting interesting yeah this yeah, is no. the vo- okay so that shot right there is a perfect <laughs> fucking shot of what happened do you walk over it <laughs> this is the sunset oh man like you're up in the clouds yeah i, I was in Puerto Vallarta for cj sullivan's wedding and the sunsets there were fucking spectacular. They were spectacular sunsets. They were like this crimson red, different hues of red. Really dramatic. It was great. That was actually a really Holy cool shit. thing. Seeing a good sunset is cool. There's no doubt about it. Look at this. Is this the old Hawaii 5 This is called Memories of Hawaii 5 look, look at that. On a more serious note, Zula regards his four years as an actor. Is that Al Sharpton? Of a he's got a, he's got a man bed. When you can put the camera in. He's oh. trying to be Sharpton. <laughs> well, he's got that fucking frumpa thing, the, the man belly. Above. I, I, I never want to have one of those. You down, and you become very fragile. What do you do in four years? And most people try to do in a lifetime. And um, every show is like being. Who born. did he play? Do you know who that is? Oh, there he is. No, that's Jack Lord. Like that's being, him right there. And the shooting new, new child and the last of the shoes when you're rapping is the final scene look at that necklace he's got he's fucking pimping and some shows yeah what's he saying really, really in two weeks boy you live a lifetime freeman selected an unknown actor named tim o'kelly to play dano in the pilot no? film yep. when tim o'kelly series, freeman decided to recast the part of dano yep. he chose a young actor with roots in the business james mccarthy exactly He's he, he, he been in a bunch of Disney movies Google and told shit. us this earlier. Absolutely. You see who he is now. Yeah. We do job now. Do they have like deities? Is there a deity thing in Hawaii that's different, man? No, there's not yeah. a lot of that. Okay. There, you have to like take your shoes off before you go into a Hawaiian household. It's disrespectful. But that's like a lot of Asian culture. A lot of Japanese yeah. people came over. Yep. Exactly. It's an interesting mix of people. Oh, dude, check this out. Yeah. So there's an island. I think it's called Key. He, it's one of the K islands. It's a small island off, but it's on the main chain. Yeah. Huge cultural significance to Hawaiians. The United States used it for bomb testing and it's literally salted. Like <laughs> there's, it's uninhabitable. We raped this fucking literally bombed their culture. Well, d- did you ever, uh, they have th- a whole exhibit in the aquarium yeah. about all of the military shit found in the ocean <laughs> of just, dude, we treated it like a fucking mine. Oh, absolutely. Well, what are the, the bikini islands in the South Pacific? The U.S. did a ton of nuclear testing, like early nuclear testing. It's all just totally radioactive out 60 years after the fact, 70 years after the fact. I mean, it was just 
tons of weapons being bombed there. We got to test them. I mean, there is a ban on, on open air testing of nuclear weapons now. This that, by the it. way, Trump wants wants to supposedly get out of. Wanted to get out of. Ooh, reclaiming Kaho Alawe. No. <laughs> You can't do that. A fireball reaching hundreds of feet high. The reality of military activity. Oh my that took God! Place Look at that. For decades now, even oh, though the bombs stopped years ago. Oh man! We were whale watching, and they told us about this. We saw whales, by the way. Oh, oh did you just like humpback and stuff? Or? Just humpbacks. After the attack on Pearl Harbor yeah. in 1941, the United States declared martial law over Kaholawe, and that's just cause. You know, you guys yeah. are Asian, so yeah. we don't know if you did this yourself. You guys look Asian-y, so we got to take it for your own good. <laughs> it's for your own good. Yeah, I love that argument. Like, we're going to make the decision what's you know, good for are you. Harassing, that is so offensive. People are harassing you right now because of the war, so we're going to bound you all up in a camp. I've never seen such destruction of land before. Oh. You can't even repair it. Like, it's it's in yeah. disrepair. Yeah, yeah. All the bays uh, Listen, the fuck? I suppose you want to live under speaking Russian right now? You want to do that? Listen, man, we had to test our weapons, all right? There's no other place on in our country, which is massive, to test. But, you know, they don't want it in their white states. We'll do it over here, you know? It's, it's so... Yeah, I mean, the military side of it, I mean, obviously, huge naval base, of course, Pearl Harbor. And they were, and know? it's weird, too, because the, they were psyched about Pearl Harbor. Like, they weren't not jacked about being, like, a military hub. Oh, you mean the the average Hawaiian? You yeah, mean? like, yeah, there's yeah. even books about, like, the great history of Pearl Harbor. Oh, yeah. Like, they, yeah. like there's a weird native embrace of but that but that's on the big island correct and also here's the thing a lot of native hawaiian shit isn't really native hawaiian shit it's like native hawaiian shit in the sense of like european native hawaiian yeah 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 like the christian look because a lot of them are christian there was a lot of like yards that had duct tape wrapped around it with like you're all sheep info wars 2022 <sighs> like there's a lot of fucking like yeah. conspiracy theory like, par like that weird the paradise curtain. version like yeah. you think of like hawaii as this sunny paradise with 30 foot waves think of the conspiracy theory version of paradise yeah it, that it exists in hawaii and, and too. it's disturbing there too in fact it might be more disturbing because it, it sort of makes sense when you're in a beat up old city or some small town but when you're in paradise and, and you still think that way it just shows the uh whatever the degeneration of people's but minds. i think it's the culture yeah. of them being like so pro-war well, I mean, I feel like a lot of conspiracy theory is very pro-war based. That what? Oh, oh, oh the, the, like because uh, a lot of the conspiracy yeah. theory people, they love guns. They love World oh, yeah. War Two. Yeah. They love talking about nuking Japan. Like there's a war aspect it, to it, wanting to fucking have everything be a fucking a switch an inside yeah. job. They're fucking us so we can go to war. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I and that whole like paranoid thoughts are, are a hellish place to be there's no yoga if teachers that, that are like you know yeah. <laughs> we're gonna need to have a militia man i know <laughs> but it is the the we'll paranoid hell cubs. of that you know is is just uh, you know I, I agree but the christian thing ties into that it's the idea of the earth is a spiritual battleground it's good versus evil you know, and so you have to project that onto, and, and I fall prey to that a little bit too, but they fall hardcore prey because they have one dimensional thinking. That's the reason why they're just, it is one thought and that is it. So I, 
Am I dismissive of them? Yes, I am ultimately at the end of the day. I, and I'm upset with the fact that I'm a human being and you're a human being. And somehow you just can't be a little bit more open-minded. It's not so threatening to be open to experiences. It's actually a good thing, I think, to be that way. Uh, the, well, that's why it's good. Isn't I had it all- perverse to murder people? It's not perverse to see pornography. It's perverse to shoot someone, to mass shoot someone. That is perverted. And you defend that. You defend that. You hide behind the Constitution. I feel like you're talking to me now. I feel oh, like you're well, yelling at me. Well, well, no, no, I'm zeroing in. Just your teacher people. called me and told me you defend this. This is what you're doing at school, Keith. You're defending this. It's, it's this is your manifesto. I don't know. Look man. at these I spelling don't. errors. I don't. <laughs> so anyway, so Hawaii. there's all that. Yeah. So there's yeah. Hawaii. Um, but th- that's the thing, though. When you're on, when you're there enough, and you go yeah. to like, you learn about all this shit and all this ethereal Hawaii shit. You're up on a volcano, smoking strangers yeah. weed. Yeah, it's a pretty good above pot. the clouds. It was great. We're smoking it right now. Oh shit! Literally yeah. Maui Wowie. It was like homegrown. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, that was the pot that was smoked in nine to five with but Lily Tomlin, Dolly. Parton I came to this. Con- I was telling Alicia this. I had. I thought this was a genius thought because we, we were just talking about how like inauthentic everything is. And I was like, you know, we're really not an organic culture. Like, aside from our physical bodies, we're a completely inauthentic virtual reality. Like, it's spiritually dead. Nothing is real. Yeah. Yeah. It's spiritually void. And when you go to places like Hawaii and you see areas of rainforest that you're like, oh, aside from the tourists, this just still, this is just water beating up against the shore. Yeah for millions of years yeah like we're and then but even like everything we like dating on apps yeah like that's why i think it's such a weird thing to complain about technology where it's just like dude this is like we're a fake people now yeah and that even goes into like the trans stuff and all the sexual like debates people have about gender like none of it's real so if you can go if you can do enough acid to where you're just like nothing's real man but then you're like oh but like you know trans people shouldn't be allowed to be in swimming competitions like what about the nothing's real (laughs) like we're something must obviously be real either nothing is real yeah. Or fucking, or you're a Christian. Like, that's where I, I, I stand yeah. in life. Dude, that's hilarious. To me, where I think, where my mind goes, it's spiritually bankrupt. And I mean, spiritually, not, not in a religious sense, but in an authenticity sense. It, it is spiritually bankrupt. And I've always been upset with that with our culture. And it's, to me, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to say it's all gone that way because I think there's a certain... <laughs> I, I definitely think the younger generation, in my view, there is a certain like... Uh, trying to be open and I think more sort of, um, I don't know, accepting in a way, which I respect. I think it's a good thing. You know, I, I just, uh, I also think it's counterweighted by just some real spiritual, just void. I mean, addictions are all related to that. Shopping addictions, alcohol addiction, all the, if I want to get all, you know, whatever. I like to smoke pot. I like to drink every once in a while, whatever. I think it's a good thing for me in the long run. But the point is, is addiction is directly related to that. I think of just the, how inauthentic things are. People don't feel connected to other humans. Jesus. Oh, you're vibing. You were vibrating hard on the table. I thought there was a little. "Mm -hmm." Yeah, exactly. So we're going, we're going to get, this is like when I was going up this volcano. So all week I was in Hawaii, all the Joe Rogan stuff was happening. We can get into the next channel surfing topic. Sure. All the Joe Rogan stuff was happening. And I was at this mountain looking at this very, that very fucking thing right there. Is that like a, that's uh, like exactly where we were. Like this is almost exactly where we were. When you get above the cloud line, I've done it a few times. It's a different feeling. 
I was telling you know, Alicia, it's a different feeling. we were 10,000 10, feet. Yeah. You're I go back, I go back before jumbo jets and like air traffic. Yeah. And pr before they could pressurize cabins. Yeah. Airplanes could only fly at this level. It was like 16,000 feet or something wow. like that. Wow. Yeah. So like, yeah. I, I was like, that. I, I go just, that's a reference to how high we are. Yeah. Like, even though like, oh, we're on a mountain, like no airplanes used to fly this high. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was hard to breathe. Oh, we were yeah. two miles above sea level. When you get I couldn't that high, fucking breathe. I was yeah. listening to because we got there two hours early for the sunset. So we sat in our car and I was laughing at a podcast yeah. and it would take my breath away. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. When you get that high, uh, well, that high, when you're elevated, when you're that high in a mountain, which I have several times, you notice it. You can get lightheaded. You got to be very just like, I think, very deliberate in your breathing and just be very like, okay. Here's I'm going to get into my system. But man, good for you. Good trip, man. But I got up yeah. there. Literally, I had I'm yeah. looking out over this area, this yeah. uh, above the cloud set. And wow. I'm just like, who cares about Joe Rogan? Because all the Joe Rogan stuff was happening that whole week. Oh, yeah. It, like when, it's petty. When we first got to Hawaii, the co the covid misinformation was popping off. Yeah, that didn't work. That kind of blew over. So then they made the N-word compilation, and then that broke later on in the week. And I'm just glad I was in Hawaii to make it realize, like, dude, a stranger just gave me weed on a volcano 10,000 feet in the air. None of it's real. Yeah. That's Joe good. Rogan said racist shit. He's probably not racist. Yeah. I always tell people when they ask, because I know, I don't know Joe Rogan. I've never met him, but I know people that have met him and that know him tertiarily or yeah. whatever. Yeah. I've only heard that he's the nicest guy from yeah. all genders and races. Yeah yeah um so that was just i was just trying i don't even know if i want to have a take but my whole thing was uh so that happened what's your knowledge of joe rogan well you know i mean i i had my of course posting it on facebook that that cutting edge social media platform that it is you know i changed the world when i stated uh, here's my take on joe rogan i've never listened to him i've never had the desire to listen to him and I'm never going to listen to It's a to decent him. show. You know, and, it gets and, a little, it's a little too, care it's a little that. educational now. I yeah. do, I was a, a much bigger fan of it when it was unexpectedly like educational. They would, yeah. just, it was like them talking because they got too high, but now they like go into it too high. Yeah. Well, it sounds like us. And they, go, and they go into <laughs> it with a point. Um, yeah. So yeah, I just uh, but here's an article I pulled so up. I don't really because there's I mean, a couple takes that I like. His whole MMA thing, I gotta be honest. Matt, with you. Well, that was the original Rogan hate. So the timeline of Rogan hate is he was fine, and then he made a big stink about this lady being an MMA fighter, Fallon Fox, and like, and because she was recently trans and she was fucking cracking fucking skulls in MMA. Uh, so he in, was in like, the women's division, yeah. I assume. Yeah. So, it was so a man Rogan was like, woman. you're a fucking dude. He didn't say it to her face, but it's a clip from his podcast where he was like, look at her. She's a fucking dude. So that was strike one. And then that was kind of the one thing they had on him is yeah. like, he's transphobic. And then they started going after the people they had on his podcast of like, Joey Diaz said this, Chris D'Elia was on it. He's a pedophile. Brian Callen's his friend. They started kind of like guilty by association Rogan. But he's been kind of able to just like by not acknowledging what's happening. Yeah. Like roll with it. A roll bit. with it. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, but this time it kind of latched on to him because he has they have Spotify to go after now and Spotify's a company. It's not just like yeah. a comic friend of his that could just say, no, fuck you. Joe's nice. So this is the first time you've had like 
it's like threatening his empire. The, the, yeah, the, yeah, the court, the the, the corporation, it, it, the canceling is, is it's in the air. Canceling. So is then in the, the COVID air. stuff starts coming out, and I honestly think he has the COVID misinformation people on, like he used to have the conspiracy theorists on. Of like, God. he knows it's bullshit. A lot of times he doesn't, though. He does yeah, agree with a lot yeah. of the a lot of the weird vaccine stuff. He does agree with, yeah. but I think the spirit of it is like. Let's just talk about this. Like, no one wants to have this conversation. You can have it on my show. Yeah. And, like, he doesn't push back that hard. And, and like, the things that people criticize him for are also the people things praise him for. I can tell you this And much. he does get better ratings than CNN and all the major news networks. He, he, I will say this much. I will say this much about him. He he did have that guy, Osterholm, I mentioned before, the epidemiologist from the University of Minnesota. He's a guy I've paid attention to yeah. most during the pandemic, particularly early in the pandemic. He made his prediction when this is all said and done, America is going to have 800,000 to 1.4 million deaths and he's totally on he is on point on that like he had a, his original ex, his original was was uh, I think it was 1.6 to 2.4 and he, he scaled it back a little bit but you know it, it's that's what that's what's happening I mean and so he had him on there and, and that guy is truly a scientist I mean he is a scientist it is science-based you know what he says and uh and as an epidemiologist who's written many books wrote many books and uh you know so I, I give him some credit for having him but I I've never really listened to him. I just, for me, and this is me being old fashioned, you know, I like to box, you know, I like to throw a punch. I find MMA to be uh, just a bit too rough for my tastes Uh, and kind of what it is, what it represents in our culture. There's such a massive underclass in our culture. It's not because of the massive. You went fucking old Meryl Streep went on. No, no, I'm so wore out from being an artist. (laughs) MMA is not the odds. No, no, but I for watching Joe Rogan news radio reels while we talk. Look at his fucking look how young he is there. Most movies suck. Gotta go. I want to say the N-word. Gotta go. His hair there. All yeah. these are just nine times he said the N word on news radio. Wait a go, dude! I can't believe you pulled it. I remember off. he was doing you stand beat up. up that N word last night. Bro. Uh, he, he was a big oh. comedy store guy. Andy Dick, dude, sexual I, predator. I, I, Andy Dick. I, I, I've got a story about Andy Dick. I, I got to drop names. Okay, I got to drop, drop names. names. So as you know, there's a buddy of mine, Monty, comedian in Chicago. Yeah, big improv guy for many years. Maybe I'm going to reveal this, but he was saying that. Andy Dick, uh, he was dropping Andy Dick off because Andy Dick, you know, of course, was a big Chicago guy. And they were kind of working at the same time doing improv stuff. And he gave a ride home to Andy Dick. And Andy Dick was like, I want you to come in my apartment because uh, I'm going to do something that's going to blow your mind. Oh, he was like, I know. <laughs> Monty was like, I know you he, he wanted to have sex with me. And I was just like, not into it, which I thought was fucking hilarious. Then he was just like, no, I'm not going to. Monty, you know, Monty was on, uh, uh, what's that horrible show, Man Cow? I fucking hated Man Cow. I was on Man Cow. Man Cow is so fucking bad. I asked for his sunglasses because I had pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> I had a sty, but I thought it was pink eye. So okay. I was like, can I wear your shades? He's not happy. <laughs> well, of course not. I think he coughed me. I think he cough buttoned me. He 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 is a total dick. And, and yeah, so he's he, one of the first people to go like right wing as a as a as a character. Yeah, yeah. Well he he was uh, uh Monty was a sidekick on the show and he wanted Monty to eat a cockroach. And, and Monty was just like, No, can't hear you. <laughs> can't hear you. He kept saying, No, Monty, oh, I want like you to on the street. He's like, Oh, yeah, he's like, and he, he fired he's mad him, on the right? street. Yeah, you fired him on air because he kept saying, No, I can't hear you. I don't know. What what the connection's not good. What what are you saying? Like he was totally blunting him on air, which by the way is fucking hilarious. I totally respect it. I totally respect so it. So Matt Drufke 
yeah, local anyway. Chicago comic wrote yeah. a good article about Joe Rogan in the sense that like it was a good description of what happened. He didn't he didn't defend, describe what happened, laid it yeah. out, said the N word a bunch over the over a 20 year period, even acknowledged that like this is like a worst of compilation. Yeah. It's not like one episode. He said the N word 20 Look at times. How fucking young he is. There. Oh, yeah, Phil. It's it's just like they're all young. It's great. And this was a popular show. News Radio was a popular show. It was great. Show. I love News Radio. This that's the thing too. Everybody thinks Joe Rogan is this like self-made man. He was extremely popular coming out of News Radio. Oh, absolutely. And then he had Fear Factor. Like his podcast isn't just this like, oh, I just walked into a studio and yeah. flipped on a microphone. Yeah, like, he, no, he had a following it going into began it. Began as one of the top podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He, he knew that that clothing he's wearing. I think I still have clothes oh, like that, know. just to let you the know. The flannel with the shirt and the yeah. like semi-baggy jeans. It, that, that was fucking, that was Kurt Cobain. That was it. That was Kurt Cobain. Isn't so, that amazing? Anyway. So Rogan has the worst of N-word compilation come out. Drufke talks about how bad it is, lists all the fucking wackos he's had on his show, yeah. Yeah. but then also acknowledges that he does feel like he's sincerely sorry. And like, isn't that kind of the whole point of what this... uh like uh i don't want to call it cancel culture because he's not being canceled he's more popular than ever yeah he's going to be fine financially nothing was taken away from him yeah uh but like they uh what they want like consequence culture like we want you to repay like repent for this listen and he's doing that but i feel like that's when you start seeing the people who are just out for scalps because he pro has kind of reacted how you want him to he's feels bad for what he did I'm never going to say that word again. I shouldn't have done it in the first place. Yeah. I realize that now I finally, I think, understand the, the responsibility of having 11 million people listen to you for three hours. Yes. So like, I'm going to try and do better. He's even said like, I'm going to have like, when I have a wacko on, I'm going to have someone who thinks opposite to counter yeah. it. Like, yeah. and I'll try and like, I'll bring the fairness doctrine back. But he says shit the like 80s. that, That's but he'll do, but he says shit like that. And then the he, so but he says shit like that. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. but people will just be like, but still fuck him. He's racist. And it was just like, but come on, you like, you have to be as accepting to him getting better as much as you're so sure that he's the biggest piece of shit that ever walked planet earth. An important step for me. Mature has never been an adjective to describe me, but an important step of a step towards maturation was forgiveness, being able to forgive people forgive yourself for certain things and to forgive people sometimes it's hard you don't forgive adolf hitler oh yeah he's not he's not that and before you know i get I mean? into this but, and, and john but, stewart made a good point you can keep, keep yeah, going. yeah 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 but i'm just saying the forgiveness thing is just it's an important thing with people you got to forgive your parents you got to forgive people who wronged you it, yes it is wrong. You, don't, you don't say that word it, it's a no-no you just don't fucking say it and then you know? john stewart made it and then that's not freedom of speech being affected yeah. no you can't yell fire in a goddamn movie theater there's certain things you can't say they're just words what are your deeds what are you doing that is what matters what do you do not what you say i'm not saying words don't matter but i think what you do matters a hell of a lot more and so then, that's my two cents and then john, and i'm right and then john stewart was his uh, is of the mindset that like joe is not an id log he and you know he's not because he gave an example he had he said some anti-vax shit he said children are more susceptible to uh fucking uh some bullshit some yeah. something you that's they're saying kids can get from the vaccine yeah and he was like oh kids are four times more likely to get it from the vaccine and the guy was like that's not true you're eight and they pulled it up and joe rogan was proven wrong and he was just like huh 
and he did kind of try and be like yeah. well who what who cited this like he didn't fully acknowledge it but stewart made the point like if that was tucker carlson he would have doubled down and oh yeah smirky and been like dug his heels this in. is bullshit liberal yeah. he goes so in that sense he's not an ideologue because he immediately yeah. was like oh shit i'm wrong yeah well the thing that frustrates me about bro rogan and i haven't listened to what i've heard through hearsay is i guess my brother when he doesn't like about him he's like because he's, he's he's pretty anti-mask correct like the mask is not the thing he wants to do correct he does not he's not do. anti-mask he just doesn't i think at this point he's thinking he thinks like it's not you don't need it anymore like the the cases there's yeah. no, there's not a lot of deaths the variants are getting less and less like if you get it like at this point now it's the time to like let's all just get it yeah well yeah he is uh but i don't think he's like they don't work like I, he's not anti-mask in the malicious sense yeah he's just yeah. kind of like what what are we doing still like come on yeah even well, i'm starting to get like like california is about to relax their max band yeah but la county's not exactly. and that's where you're just like what the f it's almost just like stop trying to be all high and mighty la well you're just like we know more than everybody well so we're gonna keep it for two more weeks well the thing about it is, is that there's more people here it's dense they use the super bowl they said they're gonna keep it till after the super bowl because there's yeah. people there's yeah people traveling yeah. in yeah yeah it's i, I don't know it, it's just the idea of like you do realize and i don't listen to him to know so maybe i'm going this is my classic beef with just life in general but i'm gonna cite the interconnectedness we breathe the same air you can transfer it and maybe he is right it, it seems like this variant might be mellow i mean we may be turning a corner with this variant but we'll see anyway so i'm citing this atlantic article and it's about because i is that Topher? i cite no that's dave foley Just go down to the Holy hardware store shit. i cited to alicia i go because that's the thing they're like joe rogan's misinformation is costing people their lives and i questioned that because i was just like is there even a way to figure that out? Can you fucking patient yeah, zero? Yeah, you, you and they're you saying can't. you can. And this article gets into that specifically. Yeah. Is Joe Rogan killing people? Is like uh, Joe Rogan show may be dumb, but is it actually deadly? Yeah. Um, his guests, for instance, have. Uh, so here's all the things that Joe Rogan has said on his podcast. Um, he and his guests have said, for instance, that useful COVID treatments were supposed uh, suppressed by greedy hospital executives, that COVID deaths have been grossly overcounted, that masking simply cannot That's work to stop true. disease. I'm not saying it is. Yeah. This is just what's been said. Yeah. That recovering from COVID confers permanently uh, confers permanent immunity, that MNRA vaccines represent a major threat to reproductive health, that many <laughs> other things that aren't true. The spread of these ideas wastes our time at the very least. I suspect that makes us dumber, too, by sucking uh, any serious critiques of vaccine policy into a vapid swirl of blabbling and debunking. Yeah. Uh, but does it change behavior? Um, is all of this nonsense just dumb but deadly people and then so here's the quote people are dying because of covid misinformation that spotify packages as glib podcast fodder a washington post columnist said over the weekend um so he gets into uh numbers here but he basically says that it's had no impact on the number of people who are anti-vax vaccine right? refusal yeah. in its broadest sense has taken a catastrophic toll in the united states on the order of hundreds of thousands of preventable deaths, but the claim that pandemic falsehoods aired on Rogan's show are substantially responsible ignores the sticky facts of our predicament. Surveys now show that roughly one in six adults say they won't get vaccinated for COVID-19. That's roughly what the survey showed over the summer. It's also roughly what the survey showed in the summer of 2020, when the pandemic was still young. One in six adults, some 45 million Americans in all, is seemingly immune to any change of context or information. Yeah, yeah. One in six adults, a solid tumor on our public 
public health that doesn't grow or shrink. Yeah. The vaccine skeptics have retained their numbers in spite of endless efforts to persuade sprints to vaccine months of action, reams of scary data. Yeah. Uh, so too have the people in the vaccine accepting crowd, the Americans who said they would. So like everyone's trying to sway someone on either side yeah. and it's not swaying it. So yeah. It's kind of by the numbers. Joe Rogan's podcast is not costing people. It's their net lives. effect is zero. It's for all intensive purposes, just annoying. Yeah. Well, yeah. And insulting to people's intelligence. Yep. And, manip- and it's annoying that that people that there's that many people out there that actually believe it or. or, or and you shouldn't say the N word. Exactly. And I don't say believe it. You know, people have to get it through their heads. Some liberal minded folks of which I'm in that camp, of course, that, you know, <laughs> People's what they want from the entertainment is different than what you want. You know, some people like the stupidity, you know, but it's also there's a real hostility in it, though. There's a hostility in, the, in that 45 million people like at the end of the day that they, they, they don't, you know, there's a hostility in it. There is to me when I look at sort of I don't want to say even that side. I think side implies 50 50. They're a small minority, but they're vocal and they show that, you, that the power they can still have over our sort of, you know, public opinion is going to be substantial, you know, and it's just, I, I don't know. It, Whoopi it's Goldberg just, stepped into it. The, 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 yeah. I want to hear about that. The, the country is just really large. Got Baghdad cafe. Managing this country is a pain in the ass. Managing this country is really difficult. Having tried to do it in my own little way for many years in my own world, it's a hard thing to maneuver. But anyway, uh, Whoopi Goldberg, you know, I actually didn't hear specifically what she said. Have you seen Baghdad Cafe? I, oh, I know that, that that was one of her hits of like the early 90s, I want to say. Or just, oh, is this? That's Gene Stapleton. Yeah, this is Baghdad Cafe. Yeah, yeah, exactly. W- was Whoopi in this? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at Gene Stapleton. Yeah, no, I couldn't get out of Archie. Oh, oh. If you were a hat comic at the comedy store in 1973, you were doing two things. You were doing a Archie Bunker character impression and a Howard Cosell impression. I can guarantee you that without a doubt. That was your hack act in 1973. Oh, Archie. That was more Mrs. Garrett, I think. Natalie, why would you do those things? Robert Buscemi, a comedian friend of mine from Chicago, does a very good, uh, (laughs) a very good Mrs. Garrett. Okay. Natalie, why would Hang you on. do such I'm things? I'm having sound issues. Natalie, why would you say you do that with boys, Natalie? That was the episode with Natalie, Min, played by Mindy Cohen. There we go. There's Whoopi. God, Whoopi was a star in the 80s. I remember her her HBO special. It was like, it was a different thing seeing her as a 16-year-old having like those like small dreadlocks. It was like, wow, this is a different look, you know? Who's she? And then she was in Color Purple, and that was a fucking hit. Color Purple was a fucking hit. It was a hit, man, that Color Purple. Alice Walker, you know, Spielberg directed that, man. She was a star what in 86, you know? But yeah, it, it is uh, Baghdad, because this is a TV series made about the movie, if I'm not mistaken. Whoopi Goldberg, who is on The View now, that's, that's where she's at in her career, and she made, did she just get confused when talking about the hol- so Holocaust? So she said, I can't, I hate doing this, I, the, we, I gotta figure this out. Okay, it's There's okay. no sound. Oh, 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 oh for, uh, of the show right now? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay, because I... I I'm on right now. I feel good. No, there's sound on the show. I can't. They, I can't get 
the TV to play through. Oh, okay, okay. And you, ne I need this for the commercials yeah, for halftime. Absolutely, yeah, because we're almost at halftime. We we're have to there. figure this out. Exactly, I get you. Baghdad guy, I'm a heavy set guy. Looking, <laughs> is Whoopi just like give an attitude to the working man white dude? He's fat. Fuck. Hang on, hang on. I gotta see if. Like we literally have to stop the show cold. We're gonna lose. It's 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 okay, man. It's all good, man. It's always it's been a good show. I've enjoyed this. It's been good to catch up and hear about your trip. I'm genuinely, authentically happy for you and your trip. Rams players. You know something? I want to say hey, man, something. Here. In order for the Rams to get this so going, that's man, working. No one else is. Well, I'm not gonna get validation for this. That's fine. You know, I've been doing meditation for two and a half years. Two and a half years straight. Pretty pretty. Almost every single day, I've meditated. In two and a half years. Do you know what I've noticed, Keith? What? I am more empathetic and compassionate. And that is a good thing. My hard edge is... Uh, um, you're talking I about still can Martin. be a, an opinionated, but uh, it's taken the edge off. I am authentically happy for you going to Hawaii. You want to know why, Keith? I'm going to tell you this. Here's the reason why. I know you haven't done a lot of travel. There we go. And travel is a good thing. It expands your mind. It exposes you to different things. It's good to change yeah, I learned the about level. how awful the United States is. Well, yeah, but you, exactly. And whales and sharks, we went to the aquarium. Ooh. So here's what Whoopi did. This is, so what is Baghdad Cafe, by the way? I, I is it a show? It's oh, a show, right? Yeah, it was a television show based on a movie, like an old movie from like, I want to say from like the 40s or 50s. I could be wrong. And so, yeah, the, she runs a cafe. And so it's the people. It's like Alice. No, it's a cafe. It's, it's like dirty. Alice for black folks. Everything, you know? her comp, she's so unfunny. Yeah, it, it, it feels was, like everything she describes is unfinished. Like, <laughs> well, you know, it's a cafe and it's dirty and there's a guy and he's funny and I'm funny and, you know, people she will was be funny. Huge. I'll suck Ted Danson off. <laughs> Look at the Ted dancing. <laughs> You know, and my hair will be all big. And it'll be real big. So she said that the Holocaust was not about race. Uh, that's, people are calling her a Holocaust denier. That's not really true. She's acknowledging that it happened. She just, she just misspoke. I don't think she was aware of the cultural Jewish thing. Like, she didn't think that p Jewish people consider being Jewish a race. So when she well, said... Oh, no, what I think so it really is, meant, isn't that as much. I don't think it's that. So she I, yeah, was saying ahead. that like the Holocaust is not about race because it wasn't black versus white. It was about like being Jew. It was religious. It was it was just no. evil. It was evil versus good. No, no, and no. it was... Uh, what a, no, it was all about race because the Nazis and, but they, had and, a racial theory and they, kept, and they looked at them as but a... here's yeah. the thing. They kept trying to say, whoopee, no. Like Jewish people consider themselves like a race. No, no. No, no. It wasn't. A, she doubled down. It wasn't about race. I'm. I. I acknowledge and love the Holocaust. <laughs> I don't deny it. It was but, all. But, it isn't about Jews concerns of a race. It's about the Nazis saying you're a race and we're gonna fucking kill here's you. Here's a that, step in. That's the right, why it's about race. Step in the right direction, though. Uh, CBS didn't fire her. Suspended her. Yeah. So we might Let be getting cool to down. the tipping point of like, let's relax. Give her two weeks yeah. off. If she tweets any Roseanne shit, then we can fire her. Yeah, just hang I'm low. I'm not going to be on social media. I'll say it privately. But. Oh, 
God, what this culture is. Whoopi impression. Yeah, well, it sounds a bit like there's a bit of Colin Coward in it too, but but it's good. It's a decent, you know, it's it's more Whoopi than Colin. Oh Jesus, don't say that. (laughs) You know, I'm a big fan. The only Whoopi I do is to my wife. Whoopi, what? In what direction were your heads facing the last time you made Whoopi? I pretend to have Whoopi with joy (laughs) every day. I mean, I'm six feet in front of her. You see, COVID safe, of course. She's running a cafe, and then there are dilemmas. You know, I cook. I flip eggs and it'll be funny but it's also the setting it's in the west it's in the desert southwest Brenda. this is when she was spry this is a spry whoopee oh, oh yeah yeah i'll we, run from set to set and absolutely. it'll be funny and absolutely i mean in the mid 80s she was huge jumping jack can flash. you get a black guy that looks the most haitian possible do, do you, the, <laughs> the only haitian in sedona arizona Become <laughs> That's hilarious. That's, the whole uh, there was a time when it was just her and Eddie Murphy. That was this is pre Denzel, post Louis Gossett Jr. That was it in terms of the true true known black actors. Howard Rollins Jr. Oh, she's cute. So I'm gonna. I got I'm distracted. A, we're gonna. The last thing we're gonna talk about physique. before we had to break. I'm gonna get the spectrum back on here. Yeah. Um, Saget. They found his cause of death. Wow. Bob Saget's cause of death has been revealed. Uh, yeah. Head trauma. So they think he hit his head. Yeah. Just randomly in the middle of the night, or maybe, you know, you slip and fall in the shower. Yeah. Maybe he slipped in the bathroom and banged his head off the sink or something like yeah. that. And this is how fucked healthcare is, even as a rich guy. He probably hit his head and was just like, I'm not bleeding. I don't have a headache. I can't afford a hospital visit. <laughs> Saget probably had decent insurance. No, he did. So he. But, but thought, you're right. So he yeah. hit his head, thought yeah. nothing of it, went to sleep, died in his sleep. That's what they say. So if you think you have a concussion, kids, go to the hospital. Yeah, you can just not pay the bill. Yep. Your credit isn't your life. Have bad credit. Just have bad credit. Yeah. Go to the yeah. hospital whenever you need to. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, if it, it just yeah. don't pay them. Yeah. Yeah. They'll just not like, all right, you can't get a fucking American Express card. Yeah. You can't get Who a home mortgage. gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah, but you can. I know. I know you can. They'll give one to you. You'll find some dirtbag fucking plaza with a Kentucky fried chicken. But you're totally right. And a right. fucking financial place that'll get you a fucking mortgage. It might be volatile as fuck. <laughs> an adjustable it'll be a, rate It'll be six an, a mortgage with fire ants crawling all over it, <laughs> but you'll get a mortgage. Yeah. They'll throw money around. There's no... It you're needs to, to be really strict. You can live in the margins without credit uh yeah that's true that's true i on the other hand as you know my credit rating just to let you know are you curious about i know, know you think Ponte, i'm gonna read the chat real quick he goes but there is a, a dewormer that cures head trauma that the government doesn't want me to know oh, or God. have access to well, why is it always we're joking the, exactly why is it always the Fucking government is doing this companies are also behind give stuff. us that bob vermectin they're rigging the market to stop competition from occurring it's the opposite of the free market that's what pisses me off so you much know, it's not the free market it, you know it, it's not it doesn't Socialism exist is not about race no it, <laughs> well, the race again, it's all about race. It was about the Nazis wanting to exterminate races they didn't like. It wasn't just Jews, too. It was Slavs. It was, I mean, it was gypsies and shit. They fucking. Oh, went Jimmy at- Carr, speaking of gypsies, Jimmy yeah. Carr, the comedian, got it. They went after everybody. After Rogan, they were just like, we're just fucking looking up everything. Jimmy Carr told a joke that he says, talks about the Holocaust. Yeah. Millions of Jewish people were killed. Yeah. And it was awful. And no one, he goes, but there were also gypsies killed too in that a third of them were gypsies he goes but no one talks about it because no one likes to talk about the positives 
Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and the yeah. Cra- he killed the crowd killed it. But then yeah. they went after him. He got like tertiary Rogan fallout. Yeah. Of like yeah. all comics. It's almost like when the biggest comic in the world fucks up. Every comic has to like suffer the, the consequences. Sh- it's like the li- the, when someone yeah, comes home, effect. when you come home and you see all the roaches and they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly. like what this is. Yeah, 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 absolutely. You're all going to be affected by that. I think the technical isn't the politically correct name travelers now. It's not even gypsies. Like, you know, the yeah, racial travelers. term, the racial Unless term. they're cool with it, because I there were gypsies that used to come to Philly's best, the cheesesteak place I worked at, yeah. and they wanted you to call them gypsies. Yeah, well, you know, like my boss, introduced it wasn't just them. A, a rich kid with the fucking trust. No, fund saying, these I'm were gonna fucking, live on the street, man. These were manual labor workers yeah. who like modern style traveling where like they get a, a lease and then they just don't pay their rent and then they get evicted and then they get another. Go lease. To a lease. Yeah, and, yeah, but they got cash, dude. They buy food. Yeah. Stacks of cash. They let their barefooted children stomp around on their cheesesteaks on the table. Yeah, it, you know, uh, they got money. <laughs> <laughs> they're squirreling it away in the mattress that's the problem no but but it uh again my racist voice now it's not a southern accent it's a south side of chicago accent that, that's the race how i go do to. it it's not a southern race you know these something hogs. listen he's no angel no but but with the uh you like the shot i'm printing shit out for the absolutely. show now. but 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 with uh the point i was going to make about the uh the term the racial term for about, a gypsy mm-hmm. a racial term that's totally offensive is a gyp like if you say that to it, yeah, you that's like me off. Yeah, yeah, that, that's a total. See, by the time I came around, that was like very 1950s. Yeah, we were a Jude down society. Yeah, <laughs> man. God. And that's bad, too. I acknowledge that that's bad. Now it's like uh, you ripped me off. Yeah, you big rip. You ripped me off. Yeah, yeah. There yeah. were even in the 90s, we did speak aggressively and we threw through the term gay around. The F word was still very prevalent. Not the, not the fuck word, the other F word. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Ooh, we still so weren't like, it wasn't a lot of ethnic shit. It was all yeah. sexuality. Like we thought yeah. that was like, I remember WAP. They used to freak out and I was just like, <laughs> no one says that. It's, you know, it's, like one time my history teacher, we were talking about racial slurs and he was like, I'm going to write the, the worst word on a piece of paper and he wrote WAP and I think collectively the class was like what are you talking about without papers the Italian Americans when they came to this country were so poor and destitute they didn't have papers when they went to Ellis Islands they were called without papers WAPs you know a WAP came in that's the history of and even if you want to get into that I mean the the K slur for Jewish people yeah that started because um the star they used to call it a keikel Oh, like man. that was what the God. what the 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 fucking Jew the Star of David. So whenever someone came to Ellis Island with the star necklace, they would write the K word to like like oh he's got the star. Have you seen? And that's yeah. how the slur started for that. A lot of racial slurs started from Ellis Island, like yeah. Ellis Island document document transfers because they had man. illiterate police officers who were just like fucking, you know. They What's had, your last name? Oh, the village you came from, yeah. Corleone. So that's like what it that's is. that's how <laughs> at Ellis Island with their South Side of Chicago accent. Anyway, yeah, but I, th- <laughs> I think of Chicago definitely. It's a port of entry. You know, you get you get first wave ethnic groups as you do here. So do you want to pop on a break here, Crow? Yeah, we should. We're going to ease in. Second half is going to be all Super Bowl TV league. Yep. Uh, it's going to be a good jumble. We're, we got a long way to go here. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're going to be here in the second half. I got commercials from the 1995 Super Bowl between the San Diego Chargers 
and the San Francisco 49ers. We got commercials from Los, local Las Vegas television. Wow. I flew that Super Bowl. I was flying from San Francisco to Chicago. I'd gone to a fair housing Hell conference yeah. in San Francisco. And in January 1995, I was 25 years old. And so I was flying back. And I, I remember I was a nervous flyer. You know what I used to do, Keith? I used to have a stopwatch and time the flight. Oh fuck yeah! You know, it's like now now they got the entertainment. You just time yeah, it with you can, Mayor of it, Easttown. It's, it's fine. Were you fine on your flights? Oh yeah, Seriously, dude. We had you? aggressive turbulence on the way back. They were like, really? They were like, it's gonna get rough for the next thirty minutes. The plane got pushed up and down. Ooh, yeah, yeah. So you you had to have your seatbelt on, right? It was yeah. But was it just like you? Just, it, you just, it wasn't for thirty minutes. It was like eight minutes. That's good. It was he. It was quick. He even came on and was like, "Oh, we're out of it quicker than we thought we were." That's good. But they straight up said, "He goes, he goes, we're going to experience some turbulence in about seven minutes for about thirty minutes." And he goes, uh, "It's going to get a little rough." Oh wow! So you prepared it, I yeah. Mean, and when you hit that first bump, it's like, oh, oh yeah, it, it started. shot the plane down. Ooh. Like it came in and went side to side, and then we went, whoo, yeah. And you're going 440 miles an hour. You know what I mean? A 480. It's like. Well, I've also heard they slow down to make it less rough. Cargo plane pilots will play tricks on each other and they'll go fast in the turbulence to like knock someone off the bunk in the back. <laughs> and then so once because they said, can a plane go down for turbulence? And they gave that as an example of like, well, no, we use it to play pranks on each other. Yeah. So those things are fucking designed, man. Yeah. They are designed. They can handle strain and strain it. Again, I said this before. We'll get on the break. I flew from Salt Lake City to Chicago, one of the roughest flight I ever had. And it was that one spring where there were literally hundreds of tornadoes in the Midwest. Do you remember that one spring where literally Oklahoma, everyone was just getting, Missouri, everyone was getting smoked. Look at old Qualcomm. And I remember we flew during that, and it was just like, we couldn't get out of it. We couldn't get out of our seats the entire flight. It was two and a half hours of just, I mean, like just, I mean, the entire way was your voice was, I mean, it was total fucking turbulence. I was sitting in the front of the plane to avoid it. I looked back at the wings and the engine. I'm not lying, Keith. They were literally, they were like flapping in the wind, like just, and oh, that's the awesome. engines were just, I mean, they were really Have you ever strain. did one where the mass or the luggage comes down? I, I had one flight where a piece of luggage popped out from uh, from on top. A piece of luggage flew out one time. That's the shit. Yeah, when I was 18 years old, flying from D.C. to Minneapolis, land D.C. 60 degrees, landed in Minneapolis, blizzard. So huge front we went through. We were one of the last planes to land, and then they shut the airport down. That was early April, Minneapolis. That's a, that's the weather you get out there, people. But anyway, take a All break. Right. Okay? We'll see you on the other side of the break yep. here. Keith Pazel's podcast. <laughs> I'm back and I'm gonna talk while Crocious eats his donut. They make us Welcome back, everybody. I'm gonna build you up here. Uh, we're gonna do TV League stuff. I got Super Bowl, classic Super Bowls all lined up. Um, it was a good time. Crocious had an extended break. The lady was on the phone. He had to go soothe his lady. Call that the the f oh your mic ain't on yet. I'm waiting until you're done chewing like a goddamn professional. I cough buttoned Crocious. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, but welcome back. Hope you had a good break. We got super high. We got a waddle. We got a we got a uh, a loaded second half here for you. I got a whole packet of stuff. TV league standings. Good. Now he's good. Absolutely. Coach, Craig T. Nelson. 
He's still getting some love. I, what show is he in now? He's in some sitcom. Oh yeah, now. well yeah, uh, it's a. Uh, I, I saw a preview. He's he kind of locked a- into that. Like oh, I'll play the conservative dad. Yeah, exactly. I'll be the guy who didn't like the government. He's a terrorist, damn it. And he'll play that in real life, too. It's not much of a stretch for Craig T. Nelson. My first exposure to Craig T. Nelson was Poltergeist. That's the first time I remember him as an actor. He and Joe Beth Williams both. Joe Beth Williams, in her day, very pretty woman. Very pretty woman. A lot of fun. So we're going to spunk to her. Right now I got on How I Met Your Father. This is the remake of How I Met Your Mother, the Hulu show. I anticipate this will be in the TV league fairly soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, originally, I thought this was going to be... Uh, Larry had a great point where she was like, oh, I think it's the same as the old show. It's just from the female's point of views. Yeah. But it's just like a classic reboot with... I am perfect. I, is that yeah, Tatum O'Neill? No, that's the fucking old bitch from Sex oh, like in the K- City. Kim Cattrall? Yeah. I'll see you tonight. So I think it's about how she met her husband... And I think they've established right off the bat that this fucking guy's dead. So who, who's who's that? Uh... Can you just do normal This is a big step in the relationship. Meeting his friends, pretending to like game nights. No, this is not a big step. There we go. There's some track. <laughs> knock, knock. I always love that about like sitcoms. Watch when she goes friends, to her door. Yeah, and just like, like oh, nights. look at what happened. No, wait. Look at all that shit that's on her door. I know. It's like, is that what you do? Postcards <laughs> when we went to fucking Spain. Oops. Is that? Yeah, yeah. Sorry. It's all right. I got to turn my sound off, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. Like I know postcards you. when we went to Spain yeah. <laughs> and my my three purses. I, I, I put stuff We up. have 19 sets of keys for some reason, even though it's just the two of us. Yeah, I, I <laughs> pictures of Hanson, Harry Styles. I put stuff like that. Our on vision my bridge. Oh God! You can see her God, cat actually, there in the background. I will admit this. She's got a cat there. At one time, in the I, ha- I had a vision board, and that's a sign of weakness. If you have a vision board, I want to just let you know that. Am I now going to be uh, canceled? Well, we have to have an audience in order to be canceled. Knock knock. knock, knock. What are you doing here? What do you think? How the fuck did you get in the building? That's what I, know, I want yeah, to know. It's like me. Are they doing a podcast? What's that? Yeah. This My is... birthday was a week ago. Well, oh, I think that's fucking Hillary Duff. That's fucking Lizzie yeah. McGuire. Yeah, it's Hillary Duff, right? Isn't it? I, th- I thought so, too. So they, she talks about, speaking of her, she talks, she recently got into why she didn't do the reboot of Lizzie McGuire. And I guess Disney wanted to have the plot of the show that she divorces a husband who you never see. And then she just goes back and lives with her parents, but like never dates, doesn't acknowledge men, just like an adult version of Lizzie McGuire having fun with her friends. And she was like, what? I can't like, I'm divorced. I'm not going to like get some rebound dick or fucking, I'm going back home and I'm not going to fucking lord my tight fucking Hillary Dove vag over the fucking dorks that wanted to fuck me in high school. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's most of the plot lines right there. Yeah, absolutely. That is her. That's Hillary Duff. Yeah, that's Hillary Duff. Oh, there we go. So Kim Cattrall is a drunk who's fucking narrating the show. It's just like that, but Bob Saget was the narrator for the old one. And oh, okay. and I think they're mixing in how the show ended because the show ended with you finding out that who not only who the mother is, but she had died. Oh, okay. And that was okay. like the big rub. And that's like kind of the feminist fallout of how I met your mother is chicks loved the fucking show. And then like in hindsight, when you look at it through like a current lens. Yeah. Um, hey. 
they like treated the women like shit and yeah. it's very like anti-chick so i think they're going to kind of like remedy that in this oh interesting this is how yeah. she that, met the that father. needs to be done that needs to be right? done right i mean am i wrong that in the how i met your father reboot he's already dead like they start it by saying no, like no, no, it's completely different unrelated okay they are not in any way shape or form related okay so we don't know who the father is it's one of these fucking dumb fuckers hey yeah i'm skip what's your name i'm skip exactly <laughs> that's your name right also welcome to the welcome in the background larry's yes. here i played a sound bite. just in time for the second half i sprayed deodorant so that if there was weed it doesn't smell like it the hallway it, it's lit up it's, it's yeah people are hell yeah people dude are, it's like a bunch of Rastafarians. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> as we as we that's say, that's Hillary Duff. That's as Hillary we Duff. say on the podcast, this is how we do it. <laughs> this is how we do it. South Central Los Angeles. <laughs> that tune is a jam. <laughs> that's fucking jock jams. Well, while we have this on, let's get into some TV league news because that Absolutely. is why we're here in Absolutely. the first place. Um, I got a packet for the show. I'm prepared, so hey, we so hey, we can hey. it's so we can keep the actual shows on. Um, yeah. so we got some news, uh, the show Monarch, the show that was going to be the new spine of the second half of the TV league. Cause La Brea is off Ooh, the air. Yeah. They're pushing it back to fall, which means it's not going to be on until next TV league season. Do, do you think that that's related to Susan Sarandon? They don't like Susan Sarandon cause she's too lefty. Like the country audience doesn't want her around. Let like, me look. It's their way of canceling. You know, maybe, you know, I, I could see, I'm going to look, on I'm going to be curious here. to see what the reasoning is. What do you think it is? Is that why you think it is some sort of. I'll make a paranoid. It could be scheduling. Like could be. Yeah. I'm gonna go COVID. God, yeah, that might be too. COVID's probably the more realistic one. But I wonder, from in terms of the release of the ratings of this, because they, they've kind of hyped that show up it was a supposed little bit. To end, you know? It was supposed to air after the NFC Championship game. Ooh, and they're they timing it. it. They're timing it. It's a Fox show, correct? Uh, yeah. God, yeah. Susan Sarandon. Joe Buck was gonna throw to it. It was gonna fucking change oh, yeah. the world. Yeah, it was like murder. She wrote from a uh, past. Okay, summer. the series which both Sarandon and Trace. Um, <laughs> that dude oh, with an incredible pedigree of talent and musical performances. The powerful, compelling drama is a top priority for Fox Entertainment in 2022. A Fox spokesperson said in the statement, unfortunately, due to the unavoidable realities of the pandemic, oh. the profound impact of COVID-19 continues to have on our industry and around the world. It is necessary to reschedule Monarch's January 30th fall or debut to the fall as the cornerstone of Fox's new 2022-23 slate. So this is the big expansion team coming in. This is the Cleveland yeah. Browns coming yeah. back to Cleveland. Exactly. No, no, it's. It's a key moment in, in, in our in our TV rankings. There's no lot of, so yeah, you were right. It's about COVID, but then you know sometimes I wonder if COVID is used as an excuse. To According to things. an individual with it. knowledge of the production, Monarch will continue production in Atlanta into the spring as planned. The move throws quite a wrench into Fox's midseason schedule, with Monarch being just one of three new scripted shows Fox was planning to release at the top of 2022. Mm. Uh, mm. The drama series, The Cleaning Lady, which we're going to talk about where oh, that yeah. is. Isn't that, isn't that, I'm uh, just a cleaning lady. Yeah, that's basically for Latin women. Isn't that kind of the, the, the crowd they're going for that one? Breaking Bad. But with the... With the <laughs> there we go. I broke bad. Uh, okay. Pivoting aired its first a couple ooh, episodes. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, what's pivoting about? Uh, let's see. And, and where did it go in the TV standings? Oh, uh, I see it right here. It's, in the it's, 8.30 it's, slot. Well, that's the that's what it came on last night. 
a, uh-huh. a minus a minus eleven point seven eight percent. We're like executives here, you know. <laughs> Hot off the presses, we got to determine which show is going to make it, which one's not going to make it. Okay, here. Uh, after the sudden death of their friend Colleen, three middle-aged friends, Amy, Jody, and Sarah, oh, yeah. decide that life is short and they must pivot. They must pivot their lives in new directions as they each make impulsive choices in an attempt to find happiness. It strengthens their friendship. That's the underbelly that makes it worthwhile. Yes, we, we bond together. Yes, donuts get bumped. Sisterhood so. of the tra- <laughs> fucking tragic pants. Yeah, well, so but pivoting actually w- debuted. It debuted. It's got three episodes in. You, if you want to go to the end here, let let let. So, oh, 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 sorry. So you yeah, go yeah. to the TV league. Uh, let's see here. This is the first time I had this two people. So I'm I, I'm 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 impressed. You know. <laughs> so Crocious, if you could go to uh, it's it's going to be at the end because it's a new show. League fixtures is it's a division. It's the primetime division. Grey's Anatomy on one page. You got Cobra Kai, The Witcher. Oh, The Witcher. Criminal <laughs> Minds, NCIS. Yeah, Squid. Grey's Game, Anatomy's number one. You. Yeah, Grey's Anatomy number one. Chicago Med Sixth. I feel you're right. You know these shows. These are bedrock. These are bedrock. You know these have been here for a while now. Would you agree? Hasn't been a lot of movement in the uh, in the primetime division. I mean, these these have a loyal following. Well, pr- and primetime you know? is mostly the mixed shows. So, uh, so yeah, it's moving because of COVID. Um, last night's shows. No, I mean, I think Jeopardy's been- got a new show out. They got their uh, national college championship. Wow. Get fucking drunk frat bros. You got to stop them from raping women somehow. Let's get them on a fucking trivia contest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that had 4.31 million. The Winter Olympics is kind of dominating, so people aren't really running new programming. Yeah. And even if you look, it's either stuff that's already filmed uh, that they have to get out because of COVID or it's game shows. That's where they go to the reality TV when like fucking actual live yes. sporting events because yeah. the Olympics did 9.86 million uh, yesterday. I'll be honest with you. I haven't watched a single. It's second. averaged about seven to ten every day. It's been on, which it, those are respectable ratings, correct? So, League Fixtures, Grey's Anatomy reigns supreme, number one. It took a loss, but it still is number one. It is not back on regular episodes. They're in mid-season. They take the winter off. Yeah. So that'll be coming back in the spring to finish out the TV league. Then we do have Cobra Kai at number two, uh, but it did take a loss, but it's got a forty-eight point four six super rating. Yeah. Which are Criminal Minds? Criminal Minds is fucking four wins in its last five fucking outings here. Really heating up the charts here. Yeah, it's to go doing to number well. Four. You can't see. Who, you can't it? fucking harness Joe Montagna. I was gonna say that that's who's in it, right? Yeah. yeah is, is he still around? He's still alive. probably. Yeah, I'm still around. You know, I talk about how I knew these guys, and yeah. But he's not the guy. I always confuse yeah, him and I Chaz Pal. He's Chaz one Palomari of those guys. Was his name? Joe Montang- Montagna is one yeah. of those guys that like. So yeah, I knew Frank. I knew <laughs> Frank Sinatra. Yeah, I was 12 years old. Sammy Davis molested my butthole, <laughs> and it was the greatest thing of my life. Yeah, yeah. Well, he I, he interviewed uh so some ma he was interviewing an actual mobster these mobsters are you know they're on these podcasts yeah, let's it doesn't jump around anymore it's over okay it's over i got here's, circling a, the drain. here's a new show that debuted that i'm going to put on called yeah. promised land Ooh. Ooh, okay turned it into one of the largest wine producers in the country oh. if i ever let it slip joe sandoval is a fiction this is the one not the only one this is wine country you know willing to blow up your mother's this this is like dallas meets a uh, falcon crest 
but with wine. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Well, because here, because uh, Yellowstone's so popular, so now you need shows about different patches of land that you remember can, that these places that could, used to exist. That you could morph some before, sort of before mafia we bombed the island into. in Hawaii. Before we bombed the island, that was the first half. Because Yellowstone ruining that island, ruining it. It's just like, oh, check this out. You'll love it. Another Hawaii thing. So we went to a place where they shot a scene from uh, Fantasy Island. The, oh, the scene yeah. where the helicopter's coming in. That's in oh, Maui. That's the from plane Maui. Is, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, I yeah. was going to take a picture of it and send it to plane. Smiles, everyone. Smiles. Yes. The, the fantasies. I was, yes. This, it, was, it, was, it was always great. Artie Johnson was an, an actor who would be on episodes of Fantasy Island. They used to have three fantasies. Then they made it two. When they made it two, it became a much tighter show. But there were the weakest, lamest, most ridiculous fantasies. Boss, All what right. does he want, boss? So I'm going to run he through. He wants to be at the signing of the Declaration I'm gonna of Independence. Run, I'm going to run through you the know? series debuts. Uh, we had a, we had a lot of debuts over yeah. the last two weeks. We yeah. have Promised Land, which is this show, yeah, which is yeah. wine country, Yellowstone type of thing. <laughs> Lou Diamond Phillips probably will be in this. <laughs> Lou Diamond has to get in it in, in some way, shape, or form. Is that San Francisco? Was that was that? I must have been seen in San Francisco. I think uh, the city they're in has got to be San Francisco, right? Because you know what? Let's go into a cold. Let's figure country. it out. We could easily look it up. Yeah, this is San Francisco. So we have the real Dirty Dancing. That is a reality show in which celebrities are going to reenact Dirty Dancing dances. And is that Prime Access Division? This is this is this is early morning South. You got to go to the end. Go to page eight. See on the bottom where it early says the pages. I, I'm looking at it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Man, look at these categories. This is amazing. This is early morning South. This is bottom of the barrel. Everything starts at the bottom and then it shoots up. Dynasty, Everything has. Yeah. This is true capitalism. Everything has the opportunity to grow in our standings. It's a very capitalist yeah. American ranking yeah, well, system. The, 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 that's the lie that it's been put, well, given to us. But so yeah. the, uh, the Great Chocolate Showdown is at the very bottom. That's a CW show. Five hundred and sixty-two thousand people, and then it took an L in its second episode. It back to back episodes. That, that I watched that in Hawaii. That was Hawaiian fucking hotel television. It's CW's take of like the fucking nailed it like fucking be mean to the contestants shows. But but, but is it are, are they mean to contestants or are they No, actually, but it's and it's all it's about like glove. and it's stupid shit like it's all chocolate so like you're going to make a cho a hard casing for the chocolate but you could do any it's so vague. Yeah yeah. <laughs> so then it you does. have Promise Land uh so uh Early Morning South, number eight, bottom of the barrel, uh, great chocolate showdown. Yeah, yeah. Dynasty um, redo. Real Dirty Dancing is number five. Number four is Promise Land. So Real Dirty Dancing is on Fox. And, it's a, it, and that it, caught a million people. That was 1.5, but who, then it who, did who take was, a loss. Who, who was dancing? Who were the stars? Let's know? see. I don't know. I like, to, I like to hear about that. Look at these. This is like, here we go. I just work doing wine. We're Western men. Have thoughts about this vintage? This is a ridiculous Western. I think this one is sweet, uh, earthy, and tasty. <laughs> there you go. He, uh, look at that racial tension we're setting up. This is a hand. I already think it's bad. That kid's just like, why is it? Why does it look like it's the 1800s, but it's not? Yeah, well, this is what they do in the wine country. I can no hablo, no English. I, I can't. So it looks oh. like we got Brie Bella, Angela Johnson, Corbin Blue, Lonnie Love. Stephen Boss, Howie Doro. I know none of those. Tyler people. Cameron, Antonio Gates is going to be on. Oh, it. Antonio Gates, Cat Cora. Okay. Uh, here's the celebrity cast. Como que la uva. Sí. Te regresa el beso. Sí. 
So this is like a classic farm dinner where they sit outside under some sort of rose covered fucking arbor. Yeah. They vined up the arbor. Yeah. (laughs) As they do on the homesteads. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a lyric from a Decemberist song. Yeah. I just threw at you. So again, this real dirty dancing. That, that's what's piqued my interest of these movies. Well, I'm gonna I'm, okay. So here, shows. here I'm gonna lay down who they are. Um, let's see. Stephen Boss, a man who's made a huge name for himself in the entertainment industry. Uh, he was in So You Think You Can Dance and was part of the Ellen DeGeneres Show as a dancer for years. So he has been abused. God, he's got stories to tell, Ooh. huh? Yeah, Ellen, boy. Ellen probably threw fucking, bought chonclas to throw at him. Did, did I tell you the time I drove past Warner Brothers Studio, and I was looking at they had those giant signs for the previews, you know, whatever whatever movie they're backing, they always have big preview signs. But they had the Ellen saying goodbye sign that was gigantic on the side of the wall, and it listed all of the things she had done, the, the contributions to to, to uh to you know, to to diff- different causes, how many jobs she's provided. I mean, it was such a vitriolic fuck you. It was such a fuck you. It was like ugh, like you take yourself that seriously. So I, this I, I is gonna be I didn't like for it. for Rob Aponte. You think I'm a bad person? Well, I'll prove to you that I'm not a bad person. Rob Aponte did Look the private chat. We also have Pam and Tommy that's been airing. Uh, the TV League standings for streaming, they're a month behind. So Pam and Tommy's not on there yet, but it will be. Are you aware of this Hulu show, Pam and oh, Tommy? Oh, yeah. I actually want to see that, but I have not it's watched on right it. right now. You know, I mean, I think it's... it's oh, we're popping it on? Yeah. You do want to go big with this thing, right? So they're, they're bank robbers? <laughs> that, look, look at that. I thought it was just going to be them on a boat telling each other they love. Like, how... That was my thing. Okay. Look at this. What if it's just like... Episodes of Baywatch reenacted. Oh, yeah. Plots of Baywatch. <laughs> I do like this. They gave the guy a fake dick. His fake Johnson is a big hit in this show. Oh, does he have a He's got a big, cock. long, fake Tommy cock. There's a lot of fucking on this show. We might have to cut to like... <laughs> Listen. Here, I got to put this on. I got to go mid-frame You for know this. what we're going to do. I tell you. Uh, look, at, look, at, look at this cast. Look at this cast they have. They have Seth Rogen in this. Look at the computer and how old it was. Isn't that crazy? The computers. Hulu presents a Spank Bank Productions. (laughs) So then we have Corbin Blue on Real Dirty Dancing. He's from a high school musical alum. Okay. He's a Disney. We have Brie Bella, who's a WWE wrestler uh, and her sister, Nikki, I think. Uh, Tyler Cameron from The Bachelorette. Uh, They got one of the non-racist guys. Yeah. To get in there and rub rub bellies with Lonnie Love. <laughs> Kat Cora, who looks like an Instagram food person, a rich chef, restaurateur, TV host, philanthropist, and author. A tour. Okay. Okay. I'm an auteur. She snagged a few Michelin stars. Okay. A few tire awards for her cooking. <laughs> it's the tire company. Yeah. Yeah. They fucking ring a ring a fucking Interesting. A 34 wide around your neck. <laughs> Howie Durow from the Backstreet Boys. Howie. Howie from the Backstreet Boys. Wow. They got to get someone who can dance. Wow. That caliber of performer. Lonnie Love, a thin Lonnie Love. God. She's the the African-American, correct? Is is, is she African-American? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Just known for being black. She's the the African-American. Yeah, she's at, well, yeah, well, they have to check that box off. Uh, This dude's in it, man. She's known for the best week ever shows. Lonnie Love was on the best week. I love the 90s. I I love every decade. She's loved every decade. I I would be perfect for that show. It bums me out that- Angela Johnson-Reyes is a comedian and YouTube star. Uh, So she's a YouTube star. Yeah. 
Okay. After Good. her videos went viral on too. YouTube because of how funny they were. They're so funny. I'm sure they're funny. <laughs> Is it her lip syncing to a song or something? She started it... pulling millions of views. Fans are excited to see her on the real Dirty Dancing. Antonio Gates, real NFL star. He's got a. He's probably got kids that he's got to pay for. Oh yeah. He's absolutely. like, this is my job. Gates is gonna win because this is for real for him. Well, we'll see. I mean, uh, this hopefully is he moves. I, I hope he doesn't have bad knees from playing 16. Do you want to watch the, the trailer? Yeah, I do. Would Hell you yeah, like to watch yeah, a trailer absolutely. of the real Dirty Dancing? Pam and Tommy. This looks pretty. Uh, you know. I, I remember like not really giving a shit. I remember just not caring. I was I was in graduate school. That graduate school dominated my thinking. It just completely just everything else was pushed to the side. Hey, it was the number my one. My cousin focus. Johnny's here. You know the real dirty dancing. Look at this. We're gonna get dirty. And ah, I hate the dirty time dancing. Of my life. What's your take on dirty? Like you were in the midst of. I was it. eighteen you were fucking, years old, and you you wanted you wanted. I want a sequel to Escape from New York. And oh this yeah, is what yeah, they're yeah, giving yeah, me? yeah, yeah. I was not. I was not. And then they came out with Escape from L.A., and you were like, "No more dirty dancing." Oh, uh, like Escape from L.A is unwatchable <laughs> and, and i like a good bad movie i like a swing and a miss larry I like a loves dirty miss. dancing right oh dirty dancing was huge when i was eight i was a senior in high school i just find it boring and as a kid i thought it was weird that it was all just like grinding dancing. it's not even dancing it's just they get next that was my bit as a kid i would get to a doorway and i go here's dirty dancing and i would just grind on the doorway <laughs> it just the whole god the thing uh that caliber of movie, it's very much, a, you know, a, a woman's movie. And, and that's cool. You know, the lead character is a, a, okay. it's a coming of age story for a young woman. I mean, you know, I mean, g g I, I got to give it its props. I, I, I did not like it. it was, I was not. It was not catered towards me. I wouldn't have related oh, no, to the it. Fucking I wouldn't have liked it. You want to know why I wouldn't have liked that movie? Patrick Swayze had kind of an edge to him and he was a bad boy. And I was such a nerd and a good kid that I had zero bad boy in me. The zero thumbnail bad boy. to this is Lonnie Love crying. Oh. Who knows where they're going to go on this show? They made Lonnie Love cry. <laughs> Asked me to join this challenge. I was like, well, I don't dance. I, I mean, I don't have a dancer's body. And, you know. I thought oh, about she's it. so happy to be on the and show and getting the opportunity. There, that no matter who you are, no matter what you're going through, come take a challenge. On. I'm not just come gonna, on. I'm not just gonna cry like Kyle Rittenhouse. I'm gonna dance like Kyle Rittenhouse. <laughs> I brought my AR-15. <laughs> I'm gonna dance in the. Yeah, I just, I literally. Uh, and that's what she got the whole room busted. That's a performer right there. Good on Lonnie. Yep. For me, it's all of your support. Like, because sometimes oh, yeah. just be supportive at all. And then tear each other's. Look at they're all weirdly like. They're dressed Did up. Did anyone like, in the movie dress like this? Is this from the log? Yeah, when no, they're yeah. dancing on the log. No, yeah, no, no. This is from when they're actually rehearsing a scene. When, when, when they, they put their own fashion on. When, it, when they put their own. But, but she's. Jennifer Grey is wearing that. And, and, and so when they're first getting to know each other and start to dance and they're not getting along very well you know what i mean like it's rough going when it first starts off but they're able to figure it out oh, my <laughs> i'm gonna love this show probably you know i love the bellas definitely sister. oh god it's just this pawned off here we go it's like support is so gross so here's what it looks like when life is really bad we can't hear that song but so this is what apparently what it is i like that they make it look like a movie scene that it's not yeah. just in front of an audience yeah but this is pandemic this is a, a perfect example of a good idea for a pandemic, pandemic show. show like oh let's make it look cool and cinematic it, 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 and this is, is that, that's Antonio Gates. You can tell because he's bigger, correct? 
original movie, Fox is bringing you back to where it all began. Nobody. This is so... This is the real... This is so, yeah. like, the audience... They're going for people my... Like, that, women like, my age. Fantasy Island. Can you imagine... Nobody. Getting to the island and having fucking Irve say this to you? This baby in the corner. This is the real Dirty Dancing. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the real Dirty Dancing. Oh, God. I... Uh, okay, I give it its credit. Okay, yeah. it, it deserves something, I guess. But I'm Pam and Tommy. Now this is I. I, I was doing stand up. Ooh, the in, baby. That's the yolk sack. What is that? That that's so that is dong. That's a good Did tattoo read? job for Tommy. That does kind of look like him. Is that Timothy Oliphant? Uh, yeah, oh it's. <laughs> it's, um, it's a Timothy Oliphant. Oh, it's about it's fucking Captain uh, it's Bucky yeah, it's from funny. the from the Winter Soldier movies. It's the Winter oh, Soldier himself. Oh God! Fucking what's his name in uh, Gossip Girl? Bryce Rem Bryce Philberg. I, I well, who was he in Gossip Girl? Hey Google, <laughs> who was Sebastian Stan in Gossip Girl? Sebastian Stan plays Carter Basin. Carter Basin. I I, I don't I, I have no I don't know who he is. He's like the new heartthrob. He wets the lips now. He wets the vages. He's a good-looking guy. Look at that. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, and he's got a certain energy Very to moldable, him. too. Here's perfect when you're an actor. If you're a beautiful guy, but we can make you look like other beautiful guys. Yeah, yeah. We you got something. It. You got can something. Can you look like Tommy Lee, but not have hep C? Yeah. <laughs> and you're in, you know? Yeah. Not saying Stan doesn't have hep C. We're all entitled to our own yeah. venereal disease. <clears throat> Getting the clap is cool now, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, well, it's that's that's what people, you know. Ooh, STDs oh, we gotta exist. cut it off. Yeah. Oh, Cutting oh, it oh, off. Oh, because oh, oh, the song. Yep. There you go. Good job. Good job. Yeah. There you go. You're on top of your game, kid. He was eating that box. You dude. got the music, but do hey booty scoo who Scooby Doo? Oh, I cut the whole thing. Hey, but do but do Scooby. Hey, get bad in Marilyn Manson. Dooby dooby. That and that song and doop 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 doo 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 doo. That's such a like late '90s song. Do 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 do. So here's what we'll switch to. I used to be kind of hip back then. I wouldn't describe myself as hip now. I got the show Abbott Elementary oh, I on. I think I'm pretty good. Though. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. So, it's more TV, sta uh, TV standings. Yes. So, uh, Abbott Elementary, um, I found out some dirt about this show. Again. So, this is a show, office-style, interview-like spin on teaching. Me and Crocious know a comic who was a math teacher in Chicago, and he wrote a pilot very similar to this. And I'm told it reached the producers of this show. And then magically, there's this show, Abbott Elementary, uh, who is made by one of the people from Black Lady Sketch Show. Okay. Um, <clears throat> we'll get into it. I got, the, I got the New Yorker article right here to back up. Yeah, no, no, no this, this, this is good. I mean, no, I, I, I'm interested. This is uh, interesting to me, you know? Oh uh, yeah, Ab yeah. I've seen a couple, like a couple scenes. Well, and it's just this, about like, how like the scenes. teachers are. It's a in Philly. The teachers. They even went with the hood part. Yeah, yeah. Because that's credit. the whole crux of it. Like, in there's even I should have done better and found the part in the episode. But there is a the crux of our friend's bit is that he would have a game called Secret Roast, where he would let the students write a roast on a piece of paper, 
and then you'd read it and you'd have to figure out who they were making fun of. Oh, and the class liked it. They, they do that on Ooh, this show. That, that's a, ver- a little, that's not, a little too direct. It's not super blatant, but they change it. Like they they don't have it as like a game. That's one of the hooks of the show, like though. I think the teachers do it to that's the students the hooks, or though? something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's one of the hooks. So, that, so that, yeah. Quinta Brunson it's her, her, takes her new ABC sitcom, Abbott Elementary, the show, which follows a crop of drained out but dedicated teachers at the Philadelphia. Uh, it's, you know... It's not in the pandemic, but it discusses things that the pandemic laid bears under def- under uh, funded budgets, free yeah. range parenting. Now, that's the shit I almost willing to guarantee you. Our friend submitted the pilot and it didn't have any of that. Yeah. Shit. It free didn't range have any of the like, not... where's the free range parenting? Yeah. Where's the storylines about not being budgeted correctly? And he's yeah. just like, no, this is just about teachers making fun of students. Yeah. And yeah. they were just like, next, we will steal this idea. Yeah. Yeah. And not give you credit. But we're going to add gonna all ch- this other stuff yeah. to it. Yeah. Well, that's, dude, I tell you, I tell you, our, our script is registered with the WGA West and, and we are copywritten and we have an NDA agreement for people, people to sign. We have tried to be very professional in that regard. So we'll see. Easy. Yeah. I, I, that, that's that's uncool. If that's the case, if there's a direct relay, has he said anything about that? Or is this just I mean, it was just to me at the comedy store, but like oh, oh, it's oh, not. Oh, oh. And he even did, I will defend, I'm not trying to start like yeah, yeah, exactly. shit in Hollywood, you yeah, know, because yeah. so many millions of people listen, listen to this show. I know, exactly. <laughs> we were even kind of fucking with him of just like, ah, they yeah. stole his shit. And he was even like, I'm not saying they stole it. Like it was almost yeah. like he was saying it like he was miked. Yeah. Like there were cameras. He's just like, I'm not saying they stole it. And we were like, no, they stole your shit. Like, don't be afraid to say it. Yeah. Like yeah. they stole your idea. Even well, if they changed it, it's your, like they read your pilot and we were just talking about how shows do that. SNL does it. If oh, you audition yeah. for SNL, they're taking jokes that you did at your audition. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Cause it's you almost like over. they, and there's even some weird contracts that state that like stuff that you submit and stuff that you audition. It's like, you're essentially selling them whatever you audition. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. 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 yeah you, but yeah, I mean, I, they just get control over you. I mean, they are exploited. It's like TV, Scientology. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, they are exploited actors. There's no doubt about that. But yeah, it, it is, uh, you know, here's what, here's what my mind, here's what my mind went. There's probably a few other ideas. Hey, similar the to chat's this. naming names. I'm not naming names. Yeah. But it, go to the chat if you want names. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, is, uh, I'm sure, here's where my mind went. Probably other ideas similar to his were also in, in, in the hopper four or five ideas like that and when they got the sixth one they said you know something we've had several scripts like this they kind of make sense we're gonna go with it so it nudged it across the finish line ideas that were already out there and maybe i'm being reading too much into that or maybe it's just good old-fashioned this is a good idea and we're gonna thief this idea you know here we'll go up more and, uh, and, and, and that, that just could be what it is do you, you want to watch some old super bowls while we go up yeah. the rest of the standings Fuck yeah man all right. I, I watched the rankings in the NFL Network. They had the, all 55 Super Bowls. They started with the worst one to the best. You know what the worst one was? It was the Bronco Seahawk one. Remember that Bronco Seahawk one from eight years ago in New York? That was a complete fucking blowout. That, I mean, Just so I'm not going crazy, is that your phone or is that me? No. My phone's not going on. Are you listening to something on your phone? Oh, no. I just, I just wanted to make sure it wasn't an errant sound on my thing. I don't care. I just yeah, was just yeah. like, did I fucking not mute something? Yeah. <laughs> um, so again, Super Bowls, uh, the worst one they said was, and then the second worst one of all time was the Viking Dolphin Super Bowl, Super Bowl eight, which was total domination. So this Super Bowl is going to be the hottest Super Bowl dominated. known to man. Oh, and weather wise. Well, yeah, I mean, 
as will the next you know, it's gonna be like it's gonna be, be like the LA. 2022 world cup except for sofi wasn't built by slave labor close to save labor but yeah but it is uh we paid them very little <laughs> it is uh i didn't realize this I, I figured it out there have been seven super bowls in la seven super when i was younger la was a common site for super Bowls. well yeah they have them in pasadena you know? and then they had one in stanford well, at stanford. fucking stanford they also, university they, they had super bowl they had three super bowl they had two super bowls at the coliseum so what super do you want to watch seven do you want to you know? watch bill's giants do you want to watch Ravens fucking Giants. Uh, Giants. No. Do you want to watch uh Super Bowl 33? Ooh, th- th- is that that that's Broncos uh uh pack, I think. Nah. No, I think that's the Falcons one. Oh, it's it's Falcons Broncos. Yeah, I have no. New Orleans versus fucking Indianapolis. I got ooh, I got the 88 Super Bowl. I got Bengals fucking uh, Niners. Let's pop that one on. <laughs> Because that that is the last. The, I mean, fucking Bob Trumpy was Trumpy doing fucking play by play. Yeah, and I think uh, Bob Costas was doing it too. Costas was big in this one. No, 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 no. Dick Emberg, Dick Emberg, and probably Merlin Olson, and then and then I think uh, Bob Costas. How often are innocent men convicted by witnesses who stand to benefit from giving testimony on NBC wow. Nightly News with That's Tom Cutting Bogart. Edge? Wow. You're hard hitting the home of live camera. You're really getting to the root of the issue with that one. You've got your own ideas about Look business. at that. You do things you I love way. these commercials. So you don't work. So we'll ease into it. So we got yeah. March, which debuted a couple weeks ago. 3.29 super rating, got a loss and a win. Um let's see what else debuted. Mock. Ozark made its league debut. It made Ooh. the streaming charts. So so w- w- which which category? Which, uh, uh Ozark which is in uh early morning, the early morning division, page seven. Ooh, page seven. That's like a peek here. I know people uh my writing six point oh two super rating, people love it. Um let's see what that's it got. Six million people. Three hundred and one million watch minutes this week. That's six million people though. No, won. it's a six point super rating. Oh, oh I, I three hundred and one million watch minutes. Okay, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. The Cleaning Ladies 15th in the early morning, uh, 6.65 super rating, loss, loss, win, and a loss. Uh, let's see what else here. Man. From American Express. Ooh, start the game. Your success. Yeah. Yeah, this is... I, I want to hear... Co- yeah, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. called uh, the next day and, and we talked and he... That 87 game was a know, big game. Right that was a strike-shortened season. loses the... Frank Watcha was he a good coach? Decent coach. I mean, they went to the Super Bowl with him, and they went to playoff it games. It was Anthony Munoz doing the work. Uh, uh, he he wasn't uh, he wasn't. Yeah, Munoz is great actually. Uh, he wasn't a great coach, but he was decent. Boomer Esiason said the biggest weakness for him: he's too nice of a guy. He said Weish is too nice of a guy. Golden Girls debuts in the early morning division at number six from the Hulu. It's getting juice on Hulu. Maybe just the Betty White. Ooh. I think it's when Betty White died. So yeah. fucking Golden Girls got some juice. Absolutely. Because this is from early January. Yeah. And I was talking to a friend of mine who watched them. She also watched Mary Tyler Moore because Betty White was on Mary Tyler Moore. You know, he always He'll looks like he's got dementia. And they'll be extreme. <laughs> well, sometimes a football turns into a unicorn and it just rides off into the magic. <laughs> and then Joe Montana rides that unicorn. You just got to harness the unicorn and short slants to the unicorn. And it's just beautiful. The, the, yeah. This was his last. This was his. They're both dead now. Weish is dead, too. Weish is young there. I remember. Listen, Keith, when I was young, watch. I thought he looked old. I thought Sam Weish looked old. That, that, that's that's. That's how old I've become. Like, I thought he looked old. Not not Bill Walsh. Sam Weish looked old. Weish is younger than me there by a decade. Topping up the early morning division, we have Wentworth, which I'm sure is a show about jail from Netflix. 
<laughs> Stay Close was a league debut from Netflix. That's in the daytime division. We're on page six now, Crocious. Okay, okay, sure. Station 19 leading the daytime division, which is a perfect place for that. It's like a daytime soap opera at the nighttime. Okay. That's, of course, about the fire station in the town where Grey's Anatomy takes place. So it's, it's dovetail and it's a perfect place. This is where you do justice with. This is where our system really filters stuff out because Grey's Anatomy is number one in the prime time. And then it also makes sense that its spinoff would be number one in a lower division because it is a number. It is a lower yeah. show. Yep. But it's number one, baby. Yeah. Good, good, good. We're going to page number five. Let's see if there's any debuts. Queer Eye debuted a couple weeks ago, 12.32 super rating, and then it picked up another win, so it's fucking heating up. Everybody loves Queer Eye. Uh, you watch the new season, yeah. you go back, and then you get you fucking just dig it. You watch the old Queer Eye for the straight guys. Do you know something? Queer Eye, the, the original Queer Eye for the straight guy, uh, it, it truly stamped out what, what small amounts of homophobia still existed in me. It got rid of them. Yeah. It did. It made you job. want to throw away your t-shirts. No well, t-shirt. No, no, just, well, yeah, that, well, that, that, that's never going to happen. But, but it, it yeah, you, you live in fucking, look at Shula. Shula looks young. Look at him. Cause it, this was in Miami. Cincinnati so, was putting a tight. Cincinnati. And then, yeah. Cincinnati, you know, back in the Southern dance, Cincinnati was a, look Cincinnati at that hair. Was, uh, look at that hair for Costas. No, just no sideburn. You got to understand when I, in the early nineties, getting a sideburn, you were like getting hip with your hairstyle. Well, Cincinnati yeah. was actually a neutral city, so you can't <laughs> say they're against slavery, you know? So I look for San Francisco. So we're kind of out of the debuts. Now we have yeah. uh leading the late fringe division, Riverdale, number one in the late fringe. You like Riverdale. I love Riverdale back-to-back wins for riverdale i actually got to readjust i'm going to go through the all the standings and uh get the last five performances and get the get some hard numbers on this ted lasso took a loss it looks like ted lasso has been yeah but that's an old loss ted lasso just hasn't been on the streaming ratings okay it just hasn't has it been like it's been a, is it uh off just, season yeah it's just yeah. no it just people finished it it was just that final season okay everybody was loving it uh but we have uh a couple apple plus shows that made some debuts. Um, Penn and Teller Fool Us leading the early fringe division. That's like the most popular CW show is that Penn and Teller show. Wow. Then you got DC why Legends it, of Tomorrow. DC Legends there? of Tomorrow has got four wins out of five appearances. That's hot. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's yeah. look at these hot shows here. World's Funniest Animals. The CW is kind of fucking hot. It's got the world's <laughs> funniest animals. And, and what division? That's they early fringe. This is page four. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I see. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They, they got Nancy Drew, which got renewed. You got World's, yeah, World's Funniest Animals. Isn't it funny when the animal tries to swim across the pool? Then Prime and Access. You can't. Prime oh. Access is the division where it has the top shows, but it's the top shows that don't have the backing of streaming to steroid it up. So you have FBI with a 27 super rating, got two wins in its last five. Yeah. Manifest just hanging around there with a 26 super rating. It's off season. That yeah. was the hype of pre like pan. That was like Tiger King and Manifest were like the two fucking early pandemic watches. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of hanging there in prime access. Yeah. Uh, then you have the neighborhood, which has four wins in its last five. So that's the Cedric the Entertainer vehicle. Okay, okay. Uh, the Simpsons has been only streaming. All the animated shows have been off for the winter. I don't know if that's because of the pandemic or because of fucking uh, the Olympics. Who knows? Because we have the Winter Olympics out right now. Yeah, yeah. Seinfeld hanging in there. I thought Seinfeld was going to fall like the other Netflix shows, but that's steady in the prime access. Wow. That's 17, 23.40 super rating. Only one win in its last five. Yeah. So it is... Uh, but Ghost and Chicago Fire 
and then the news shows like 60 minutes and 48 hours are the only shows that are in the prime division yeah. that don't have streaming backing to it huh interesting but Grey's so anatomy backing matters Grey's anatomy reigns supreme yeah yeah we got some overnights that might go final here uh pivoting had a had an 11 percent drop in viewing but that could raise yeah sometimes overnight streaming makes these wins like anything under 10 percent, you can get that back okay on people who like recorded it and are going to okay. watch it overnight okay so jeopardy and call me cat could end up being wins that red can turn to green wow um i'm impressed <laughs> and then that's the tv league your, your research is uh, is incredible i you, you have all the stuff Oh, who's who the, the fuck NFL is? Charities is being oh, Lamar, Lamar Hunt. Hunt. Lamar I, Hunt. I always I, question because he was so groundbreaking, and they revere him. Like, what did he think about George Floyd? Yeah, you know well, what I'm well, saying. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Also, with him, it's just like you know, people don't realize that my family tried to corner the silver market on the planet. We tried buying all of the silver on the planet, which is like. <laughs> Such a gross capitalist movie. Oh, this is six hours long. This uh, is yeah, all yeah, day footage. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I want to see. You didn't think we could get through it. I remember watching some of this. He looks like he's in front of a green screen. Yeah, yeah. and look how young he is, man. He, I mean, he was the young hot guy. Remember, remember the '83 All Star game in Chicago. Look at that, Icky. Icky I fucking Woods. hate fucking that dude. The Are you ready for some? I hate the choice to go country for the opening football themes. Well, he got canceled. <laughs> football through the sky. <laughs> yeah, it is unsubtle. We got the urban bangles. <laughs> He's still around. The white gold people. Uh, I was shocked that, that Icky Woods, that Icky Woods was still alive. He That's was on Hank Williams line. Jr.? Oh, uh, yeah, Hank. Well, yeah, he got canceled what four or five years ago. I want to say Hank yeah. Jr. He did, he said some bad things about Obama. I think Trump like is Obama. the fucking goat, dude. You know, <laughs> he said like real grandpa shit like that. Like people hated it, but he's just like fucking hell yeah. Trump's the shit. Go with God. Oh, oh God, he's my brother. Oh, can you imagine getting behind him and thinking on religious? His grounds? son is that like real sense? weird. His son is real like punk rock and anarchaic too. Yeah. Yeah, just out there shooting laundry bottles with BB guns. Yeah, well, probably probably some weaponry, I imagine. <laughs> look at the, look at the handheld camcorder. Look at this. My the uncle had one of those, and he was the shit of the family. Oh, dude, dude, you, you, that was cutting edge, cutting edge technology. That's it's, it's going to the game a little bit. This is actually a good Super Bowl. Gail Gardner does a piece on uh, Icky Woods on this. Gail Gardner was a. Oh, look at this. Here we go. Yep. Well, because the Bengals kind of dominated the whole game, right? Like it not, but not, it was a good game. They weren't. It was a tight game. I've heard both you Bengals. Fumbled. Yeah, both Bengals Forty Nine er games were close. I've heard. Oh yeah, they were. That it wasn't a blowout. No, they were. They, they were both decent games. Did I you, also didn't know Bill Walsh was like the the catalyst of the Bengals being good. Like this is oh, leftover yeah. Walsh. Yeah, absolutely. This is trickle down Walsh absolutely. economics absolutely. happening here. No, no, yeah, Walsh. Well, with with Joe Montana, he wanted a quarterback like Kenny Anderson, who was a quarterback for the for the uh, Bengals, and he was a good quarterback. The Bengals had to play the Steelers every year, and that was back in the times when there were four That's teams. That's so weird. Even though Kenny Anderson was good, anytime there's a coach that cropped a good player it's always like well back when i was the assistant coach for the baltimore colts we had this quarterback by the name of fip anderson yeah yeah and burt jones and fip anderson that's that's chris uh chris collins fip anderson was the smartest quarterback i ever worked with and i saw a lot of fip in joe montana yeah yeah so yeah. i was just like you know he's a lot like fip and yeah. they're all just like 
it's no no never any sort of magic it's just like well he reminded me of fucking yeah mikhail scallywag this fucking guy i used to play with on the fields do you remember this game i don't know if well, you don't remember this because because you, you were one year old uh this game was in tim crumry broke his leg and he had simple harmonic motion for super bowl i remember Bills, Cowboys, the heel, the heel, the world halftime show. Oh yeah, is like the first Super Bowl I remember. Twenty nine years being ago. aware of last one in, in L A. Last, but now with this new stadium, they're gonna get it every three to four years. Yeah, they're gonna get it every three. Dude, to I'm four gonna watch years. the Bears play here eventually. Luke Getzey, yeah. old Getzey coming out there. Getzey, the whole coaching staff. I'm yeah. starting to buy into it. Just some philosophical boys. They did Getzey an interview. He's just like Eberflus. They asked him, like, so what kind of offense are you going to run? And he was like, you know, it's just about getting in there and getting to know Justin and learning what he's good at. Yeah. And he basically said, I don't have a certain playbook. Yeah. Like, we're going to go and I'm going to see what everybody's good at and I'm going to build an offense around that. Th- that's what you should do. That's what you, you play to your strengths. What are your strengths? These are football, but he's all about, players. he did this I mean, a lot, like Eberflus talking about being in lockstep integration and, stuff. and it's all about player. Every single coach they hired is all about player relationships. Yeah. Now that could be the best move ever. And it seems like there, I said this during the AFC championship live stream, which we yeah. live streamed the bills or the chiefs Bengals game. Are yeah. you yawning me yeah. out? No, 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 no. Oh, it's I'm okay. kidding. No, it's okay. You fucking yawning me? No, I, I can't uh, <laughs> The Bears are being very deliberate in their coaching staff. And let me see if the, if you think the Vikings are doing this too. They're the only team that hasn't hired a coach. I think, uh, well, they're going to, they're waiting for the Rams off. Those fucking graphics to me, I'm sorry, are like, I feel like I'm playing Rampage, the video game. Go ahead. Yeah, so they're sorry. not hiring a coach because they're hiring Kevin O'Connell and they're waiting till after the Super Bowl because he's the Rams offensive coordinator. Well, he's supposed to be the Vikings head coach. He, that's why they're that's why yeah. they haven't hired him yeah. yet though yeah, because exactly. they're waiting yeah. until the the it. word on the street is and the second that whistle blows the vikings are going to announce kevin o'connell yeah. as yeah. their head they've coach. all but tampered with him yeah yeah absolutely. like he's their head coach yeah the whole jim harbaugh thing was that was just kind of a he was trying to get a little money out i i also think he did it on signing day he did it on signing day he was put it was a way of saying, hey, I'm not necessarily totally married to your university, you know. Hey, I'm pretty good. I I, I made my incentives because they were terrible in 2020. They were a bad football. The the, the Badgers destroyed them. But anyway, I, I think, uh, yeah. So if you look at the Bears, Bears, yeah, with the Bears, every coach they've hired is a guy that could move up. They hired the offensive coordinator who's never been an offensive coordinator before, but if he does well, he's going to get picked as a head yeah, coach. Yeah. And then they hired a tight end coach who used to be a player, but every coach they hired is one level down of experience yeah. and they've all been in the Kyle Shanahan offense. Yeah. So they want to run that zone read offense yep. 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 that Mike Shanahan and Kyle Shanahan used to run. So we're going to run that late nineties Denver Broncos shit. And, well, and that for and it's this ultimately it's the same offense kyle it's the same kyle mcveigh and kyle shanahan run the same offense rams yeah. and for, that rams and 49ers nfc title game is a very good look at what the bears are trying to do on yeah. offense yeah no i think it's, it's a called good point. it's called the zone read i watched yeah. youtube videos about it yep. it's all about like reading the zone of the defense like yeah. that's how you build your offense through like the zone areas of where the defense is yep, absolutely. and it's very running back base. You need your Terrell Davis. Yeah. You got, you got to have one or two running backs. Now, but do you think the Vikings are this working is the on first that? Bud Bowl. I remember, like, do you think the Vikings are trying to build like a coaching tree of like, we want this young guy and this young guy to like replace because Kevin O'Connell does well. 
who knows the fucking a bigger team could come lure him yeah i i i think or that, do you even care about that like who his offensive coordinator is going to be no and stuff no like no that? no no i do care about that i mean because i think that it'll give insight into his decision making but it's going to say more about the front office the gm to be honest that's all uh, the gm hire you know i've watched his interviews and stuff i think he's pretty bright pretty smart guy it's a bit of a stretch it, it's it's an I out think of the Harbaugh box was thinking throwing his name there too because he had loose connections with well, him exactly, from Sam. so yeah, he was like yeah. let me go let me go bother the vikings and see if they'll hire me yeah you know and see i mean i think that and supposedly he wanted him but he was on a short list of like five candidates he wasn't like no it's him or one other guy you know what i mean he wasn't pounding the table for it so so i guess the only thing i pound is my wife right hey, high five them fuck yeah but no, I think this guy, the GM... Write that is, down on my clipboard. He's certainly bright. He's a bright guy. So I'll be curious to see... I mean, if Mensa's in his last name. I know. Which is so ironic. Because you called Rick Spielman the Mensa. Mensa. It's like, and then they follow up with actual Mensa. Because, I mean, my bro, I mean, Spielman's going to get a job working for the Jaguars. Yep. If you hire him on, as you like are a vice, insured of a decade as a hire, mediocrity. I think they're going to hire him as the president of football operations. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a major position. Because like, they're worried about Trent Balky because he ran off Byron Leftwich. Ugh. God, Lovey Smith was the black coach because Brian Flores is suing the NFL for being racist. Which, and he's he's got timing, a case, man. Oh, the timing is great. And the then so the Texans exquisite. were like, "All right, we'll hire Black Santa Claus, Lovey Smith. Yeah, that'll be our because it's got to be diversity, but tough. Yeah, yeah. It's almost like they have a problem with progressive-minded offensive black minds. Yeah. We, it doesn't make sense. What? They're going to have everybody dancing and jiving. It's very fucking footloose. <laughs> it's John Lithgow with this Bible. No, under his armpit. No, we will not have dancing here. Yeah, no, the. Uh, uh, here, let's go to the last drive yeah, no, to this close is, this bitch out. Yeah, no, this was, this was a good Super Bowl. What I remember about this is uh, going to a party the day before, and a friend of mine, Steve Spurka. Said, hey, you ready for the bowl tomorrow? I was like, yeah, yeah, the Bud Bowl. They had a Bud Bowl commercial. It was the very first Bud Bowl. That, that, was, that was like a, a big commercial ad that they were pushing pretty hard. It, it was basically a, a football game between computer-generated graphic uh, beer bottles. They were going to have that you know, during, during the game. Breach. Breach made a lot of field goals. He was a good kicker. Breach. He, he used to kick, I think, in the fucking 70s, man. This guy was around for a while. He covered it all. You know, it, it's, uh, it's pretty incredible. We're going to start printing stuff out more regularly. We're going to have paper on this show. Yeah. We're destroying the universe. Yeah, well, that, I got news for you. Uh, that, that, that fate was sealed before oh, it's, us. It's irreversible. Yeah, it, Let's it just is. cut it down. I hate to say it, but I really think that. I, I hate to be so pessimistic. I don't like really... Even though I have my sort of cynical side, but no, I used to believe in the myth of progress, and he made this field goal, and it ain't gonna fucking he miss it. He made no, it. he made it. Uh, it, it. It's it's not 16, oh, oh yeah. 13. Yep, exactly. Yep. Were Super Bowl commercials a thing at this point? Oh yeah, they started to get pretty big. Well, the first one was the Joe Green jersey throw, right? That wasn't a Super Bowl commercial. That was just a normal regular commercial. But it probably inspired it because it got so popular. So it was probably like, let's do bigger commercials during football. Well, they season. were pretty big even early in the early on. Always car commercials. A lot of did car you think Hyundai's made a Spuds difference? Spuds McKenzie at that point? was a fucking star. This dog. Spuds McKenzie was a star back then. A fucking that woman is married to the director and the creator of uh what training we, dave training what the black can we there? weekend at bernie next uh, oh, it, it, oh uh, a dog uh, that was huge for a long oh, time make your death as pleasant as possible you know, Richard Robert Mitchum. Alive, they must destroy their father you corrupted everything i've done in my life in a desperate world of betrayal their only hope is love let's have a life just you and me a normal life playing in a deadly game <laughs> 
Listen to this music. Wow. Oh my god, we have to watch that. Wow. That show is incredible. Brotherhood of the Rose. Yeah, this is when they get the ball. They fumble the kickoff. I think. Oh no, 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 no. The drive didn't happen yet. No, no this is the drive, baby. Oh yeah, it is. Three ten left. It is. This is the drive. I want to like on. ease out Keep of the show here. Exactly. Keep it on. I want to uh, know because I was right now. He is a drool. Yeah. He's actually in a skid row right now. I was drooling. obvious. Yeah, for sure. You know, soft white underbelly. Yeah. I was actually one. What was your, were you hype about, the, were you really still hype about football or were you thinking about like life? Like I'm about to go to college. What, during this time? Yeah. I was a sophomore in college. No, I still like, the Vikings were a good team in the late oh, 80s. They were, were good in the late was 80s. Was Wisconsin getting good? So was football no, in general? Wisconsin was, they were one in 10. They were one in 10 this year. Wisconsin football was an abomination. It was an abomination. Until the early 90s. It truly was the worst D1 program, I think, in all football. That's the God's honest truth. So I was in Kansas City, and they had like a weird Wisconsin University, like Final Four looking shirt. So I texted to Crow, and I go, oh, was the Final Four in Wisconsin in the early 90s? Like, look at this shirt. And he just goes, no, Wisconsin's basketball team was pitiful until the 2000s. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then you were like, I hate that aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> of like that making up a fictional like sports time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, whatever. Because it's just, I don't know. It's just dumb. Here we go. Look at this. You just, you'll just go out Now, of, this is big because this would, they were having the Steve Young Montana battle during this season, no, right? No, no. Because this Young is like, play. this is Montana's last hurrah because Bill Walsh retires. And I think this is. No, this is not Montana's last hurrah. But this is, I think this is Steve Young's, the start of him being like, I want to be the starter. Well, I think Steve Young always wanted to be one. And Steve Young had a, had a big run against the Vikings this year in eight what pissed me off about the super bowl there's a famous run it's a famous run that steve young had in 1988 against the vikings the vikings had beaten the 49ers in in the playoffs in 87 and dominated them in candlestick dom they benched joe montana they benched joe yeah, Mon- they, that's like benching they tom brady custom right Didn't no 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 no, no. he couldn't play well they picked pick sick him he was just not on he was not playing i know well. oh i think lt did that i know there's a the famous letter marshall, the marshall. They, he yeah. fucked his shoulder up and yeah, they traded him the next season yeah yeah that when he got injured that he was sort of wind down a little bit but 89 was the super bowl after this where they beat the broncos 55 to 10 this team was 10 and 6 they weren't a dominant team so the, the vikings go one the vikings played them in the regular season and steve young had this famous run that he literally yeah. missed like eight fucking guys missed him and i was watching like they've got to tackle him they got to get home field it was early in this those were two of the dominant teams in the nfc the vikings win that game they get home field advantage because the vikings played the San Francisco yeah. in the playoffs and got smoked this year that's a big face Smoked. Mask, Steve Young. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and, and big three prong face mask. It, it is the most incredible run you're ever going to see. I think it's the. Fa- I think I know which one you're talking about. He goes side to side a bunch. He breaks oh, like guys eight collide and shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a. Fa- and that happened in the '88 season. This is the Bud Bowl. So that this season sparked season. the debate of like, oh, this Steve Young is good. It, well, he had a few flashes and moments, but it was still Montana's team. And then, and then the next year, Montana they won 55 to 10. In '90, they were going to go for three. He was still the starter, but then he got injured. Sure. When he got injured, it was. Elbow. his elbow too when he got in he got concussed hardcore uh that's when 91 they didn't make the playoffs in 91 the niners didn't make the that was unbelievable and when that happened 90 the they Grumblings played the bears happened. in the nfc title game right no no 89 that was 89, the, the year yeah. after this the year after this the uh the, the, the niners beat the uh the rams no 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 the niners beat the bears they beat the bears this year in the in the title game and then next year they beat the rams because they beat the vikings twice in 88 and then in 89 now i kind of get why it was annoying in chicago because it's one thing going to the playoffs, 
But they went to the NFC title game a lot. Well, well, well after they, their they, Super they always Bowl. they won with Dick as the, as the coach. They beat the Redskins, who were the defending two-time NFC championship game in RFK. They beat them and then lost to the Niners in the NFC Championship game. Then the 85 Bears happened where they were great, obviously. And then the 86 Bears happened where they lost to the Redskins. And then the 87 that was a divisional Bears, game, right? Yeah, at home twice to the Redskins. But then in 88 was the Fog Bowl where they actually beat the, the Eagles, who were great. And then they got the home game. They got the Niners at home, totally cold, and the Niners smoked them. They, that was the last hurrah of the 85 Bears. And then Dick won a playoff game in 90 or 91. And then Rob Aponte says Brigham Young's ghost was so proud that day when he ran <laughs> against the Vikings. Yeah, that's just uh, Merlin Olsen. Dick and Dick, Merlin. Yep. This was getting more in the modern times. Now we're getting into like the team I remember. Well, yeah. Well, this is, they were the NBC, they were the Pat Summer on Madden of NBC. Emberg does soccer. Dick Emberg is like the universal. Oh, oh. He does Champions League and World Cup and well, shit. Well, he's dead now. But uh, but he they bring him up they dig him up yeah well he also Put a little box and look a at Asiason Boomer Here Boomer Asiason I've said I'm gonna try and state this better Boomer Asiason Ken O'Brien Phil Sims they're all the same Opie Taylor like yeah, yeah. blonde stick of butter not bad not <laughs> yeah, great yeah, yeah one shit but Sims was the only one that won a title yeah but like but people shit on him now. Well, it's like they Esiason would, had good numbers. Esiason was the MVP of the league in 88. He had good numbers this year. They ran the K-Gun offense. And they, even they ran no huddle. Ken which was Anderson, like, is he just didn't have blonde hair, but he's the white stick of blonde. Oh, like, yeah. Ken yeah. Anderson, not good, not just a very boring. Jim Hart. Yeah. You know? yeah, oh, yeah. Brian Sipe. Do you understand Randall, Randall Cunningham coming in the league? Was there was like, no spectacular. Oh my God. He's the first spectacular quarterback. Well, the spectacular play was was the bomb. If you could throw the bomb, you know that that was like. I mean, if you look at Bradshaw's arm, you look at his highlights. He had a cannon. He had a, and it was really compact. He, it was right by his ear, dude, and it was like fifty-five yards. I mean, it was just quick and compact. It was like holy shit. He had a cannon. He had an absolute howitzer, and and, and when the league. Uh, uh, liberalized the uh, uh, offensive rules, the pass catching rules, the offensive rules. The Pittsburgh Steelers had a good had a, had a good offense. They had a good offense. Their, their last two Super Bowls were offense. Their first two were defense that won. So that was like a change in, 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 of like the philosophy, you know. Yeah, that's right. over. We're gonna yeah. hear. It. Well, we see it now. Yeah, we're gonna go back to it. We'll close out on Here this. We go. I yeah, guess yeah, exactly. Here we go. Yeah, yep. I remember watching this play when it happened. I mean, this game kept my attention. Yeah, and there it is. There had been blowouts. I hope the actual Super Bowl this year is good. 83 was a blowout. 84 was a blowout. 85 was a blowout. 86 was a blowout. 87 was a blowout. So it was like, this game sucks. So this actually kind of made it last. I mean, people were like, oh, And then the next year was a blowout. It was a huge blowout. And then it was the Bills-Giants the year after that, which was a pretty good game. And then Dallas blew them out in the first one, 92, right? No, no, no. It would have been uh, Bills and and Redskins, which was a blowout. And then Dallas blew up Bills twice, even though Bills were... The first Dallas-Bills is the first one I remember. Yeah, yeah. That was an absolute cakewalk. They destroyed... But I watched it last night. The Bills play well for the whole first quarter. Yeah. And then Dallas just overwhelms them. Well, they also, the what I noticed, too much. the San Francisco 49ers 90s dynasty, they just picked apart the Dallas Cowboys defense. Yeah. They took Ken Norton. Yeah. They got fucking Dion. Yeah. Dion. Yeah. I, didn't they get Stubble? Was Stubblefield, Stubblefield on the fucking? No, was always on the Niners. He was drafted. But Ken actually. Norton was on the Cowboys. Yes. Dion was on the Cowboys. Yeah. Who else did they get on their D-line well, from well, the Char- Cowboys? Charles Haley went from the, from the Niners, to the, the Niners to the Cowboys. And then I think there was a couple other guys. I can't think of their names. It was like 
like the Niners were like, let's just poach their defense. Yeah. Well, they. I mean, Wani got a job as a head coach because of it. Wani, coach Wani. That's my coach. He is. When I see him interviewed, like he's in the Big Ten Network. He is so dumb. He had a good career at Pitt, and he took the Dolphins to the playoffs like three out of four years. He did some shit. He was. He was. Dumb. He's he actually a, was a better coach for the Dolphins, and I resented him for it for yeah, a while. Yeah, than the Bears. Exactly. It, it, this, yeah, he, 20 didn't react quite quick enough. You got anyway, what's your predictions for the Super Bowl? God, you know, I've thought about it, and I keep trying to discount the Bungles. I see the Bungles are their offensive Joe line, Burrow's so, the but, shit, dude. But he's fucking good. He's a good – and you know something? He's a gamer. Like, he's able to kind of rise up at key moments. And I'll see how Ra- Ramsey, you know, how he d- does against Chase. I'm going to show you. I think the Rams should win the game because their front seven is better. But I don't know, man. That guy, bro, I keep counting the the, the Bengals out, and they I, they have enough player and enough enough talent. Good kicking game. I think the Rams should win the game, though. They should win the – if I had truly bet money, I'd say the Rams are going to cover the spread – and I'd say the points are going to be above 48. So I think it's going to be a higher scoring game. You know, a, a 28-21, 30 31-27 type game. That, that's Dude, they got all impression. sorts of fun prop bets. They got a coin. They got a coin, coin flip, flip prop bet. Of course. Bet. The very first prop bet was whether or not the fridge would score a touchdown. They didn't do prop bets before that. That was the very first one. And, and Vegas lost its shirt on that. They lost a ton of money on that. You know, they, they realize, oh, we got to do it in a different way. Because like, it's just a 50-50 bet. I'm going to show you and a picture of a guy, though. had the tendency to say, I want the fridge to score. So, yes. Look at those. Look at that guy. Yeah. You don't count Joe Burrow out. Burrow's a good quarterback. That's a picture of a guy who just stole the keys to his parents' car. <laughs> and he's going to go out for a drive. And he's, he's going to ask an adult to buy him beer. That's the face of a guy that just skipped fifth period for the first time. And he's got adrenaline running through him. Yeah. And, the, you know, it's a, uh, he just got bit by a vampire and he's real weird around the sun. So so he's like Lost Boys. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, he's I, I think that they, you know, it's you the face of a boy that's going to Disneyland because he's been a good boy. You know, their old line, though, is not good. And, and uh, Tennessee should have won that game and they dominated. Chiefs don't have a particularly good D line. So they didn't get enough consistent pressure on him. So I kind of think the Rams should win the game. Joe Burrow's day off. You know, that's, that's what, what it's going to be. So we'll see. I, I think he'll still have flashes and moments where he's great. I think he's a totally good quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm impressed. I I really was dismissive towards them, but I, I'm wrong. You know. Yeah. Anyway, well, that was the show, everybody. Uh, follow Adam Crocious on social media at Insecure Comic on Twitter. Uh, he's a blast on that. I'm at Keith Pazel everywhere. K e i t h p a e s e l. KeithPazel.com for all your me needs. Um, KeithPazel.com slash pay per view. Donate to the show. We got a lot of bills to pay coming up. Website coming up. Uh, it's fine, but you know, help a guy out um follow the youtube channel this is keith pazel keithpazel.com slash live to watch keithpazel.com slash feeds for all the podcast stuff we love you we'll see you next week Now how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air? <laughs>